0: Hello and uh welcome to the Drunken Fan podcast and as you can tell we're going to be starting the episode off a little different this week and um kind of a a solemn way to start off the episode but um last uh last Tuesday on November 3rd a uh, buddy of mine named Jordan Conkle uh took his own life and uh as a uh, as a fellow veteran he was he was one of 22 that day and it's uh it's been hard to process and um but he was more than that he he was a very good friend and uh a husband and a father and i just want uh, i just wanted to start this week by saying jordan but no one ever calls him jordan <laughs> Conkle, we uh we all miss you And we all love you. And I just wanted to uh, raise one for Jordan. And um, if anyone out there is struggling with anything, just please feel free to reach out to anyone because you're never alone in your struggles. And we're all here for you in any way that you need us. And with that, let's get started. (sighs) Let's get this fucking cat out of the way.
1: Move.
2: Welcome to the Drunken Fan Podcast, your home for DFW sports. Bad opinions, cold takes, hot takes. No more Trump dances. No more political bullshit either. We promise. We promise. Guys, for real. We promise. Our, you will hear our cats fighting, maybe. Our uh, mine and my wife's.
0: Yeah, okay. Not not nice. my
2: cat. No, your pussy is behaved. <laughs>
0: Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> Setting the tone. Setting the tone. Yeah, we won't. We won't. Uh, I'm your. I'm your uh, professional host. Yes, Mal, and uh, and I'm Cameron. Still the same. Wah, wah. One of these days, it'll probably be like one of these days. It's just going to be different. Like we'll.
2: You're gonna. We'll get like we'll get like Galactic President Superstar McAwesomeville. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's fine. And you can be. Ted Tim from a uh, money python. All right, anyway. You know, you know what's the funny thing about that scene is is that the, in the script he wasn't supposed to say he he wasn't supposed to call himself Tim, but he forgot the name. That's why there's that pause before he was there are those that call me <laughs> Tim and he just <laughs> threw out Tim. <laughs> and it it worked so perfectly that they decided to keep it in the in the in the movie so it's it's just fun little things like that that make it fun. So anyway, what do you want to start off with first this week, bud?
2: Let's see if you can pronounce uh, the name correctly with the news that we just got
0: today Rupe hints It's Ropey. oh we even googled it. no, I thought. <laughs> I know I can't help it. I know I can't help it. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna try and get me to say that fucking word that I can't say. It's like, is this gonna be a, is this gonna oh. be a thing every week now? <laughs> hey, if anybody knows, oh god damn it, get off that. Ah, oh. oh no, okay, no, we're good, we're good. He, he, he didn't stop the recording. Man, he is just defiant this week. Anyway, that's a, But yeah, okay, so we'll... We had, a, we had a cat malfunction at the junction here. Yeah. Um, well okay, then we can start with the stars here, that's fine. Oh.
2: Well, no, what I was gonna say is if it, if anybody who's listening, so Jr., if you know anybody in the provolone industry, <laughs>
0: we are looking for sponsors, and I promise to make Cameron read the script. No, I will not. If it's that stupid, Car- no, I if will Car- not. If
2: Carl Malone doesn't sell provolone, <laughs>
0: what what am I supposed to say?
2: If Carl Malone doesn't sell Home Alone themed provolone, I don't know what
0: he's doing with his life. Mm, nice, nice. So the Stars have signed <laughs> Rope hints to a uh, 3 year 9.45 million dollar deal. Like <laughs> I can't believe that they got him for that little. Like and it, I was getting worried the, the the longer and longer it went without him getting signed. I was um I was getting worried that some other team was going to offer him some sort of crazy high offer sheet and uh the Star and the Stars wouldn't be able to match it. And if that was the case, then they would lose Ropey Rope, Rope Hentz. And if uh, if if that happened, then the stars actually got worse this off season. So I mean, it's nice that yeah. they that they brought that they that they're bringing everybody back except for Corey Perry and Matthias Yanmark, which I mean. There's still a chance for Corey Perry because I think that everything totaled now, especially going into next year, I think that they still have enough if they want to sign Corey Perry to like a one-year, $1 million deal or something. But who knows? Because I know that he, he – it was a million and a half with Corey Perry last year, and he, I know he's still available, so who knows what kind of money he's looking to get. Um, but I think that there is still – because because we just got the news today, and I didn't get a saying chance. saying
2: there's a chance.
0: Oh, okay. So here's how much Dallas has left: two hundred and fifty-eight thousand. So no, Corey Perry's going to go somewhere else. He's not going to sign for. Uh, that's that's below league minimum anyway. So yeah, like the 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 stars I'll, are. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean they, they can sign me for a hundred thousand dollars, and I'll just sit there and when the puck drops, we all drop with it. You know, like for, I'll just do. I'll just do it for the tickets. Uh, huh? So. I'll, I'll I'll call Jim Neal and see what they can say. But yeah, they like they Nilay. were they were able to get everyone back, which is fine. But it's also not fine because, because they didn't
2: get everyone.
0: Well, back. not even that. Like I think that the pieces that that did walk were the ones that you could look at that team from last year and say. Yeah, that's okay. Like, like losing Corey Perry, all right. And I've been preaching since the beginning of this, even long before we started this podcast, that Yanmark needed to go. Yeah. Uh, so.
2: I mean, Cor- Corey Perry, that stings because he is a big reason why they even got why they
0: got to the Stanley Cup Finals. But I would say I
2: but he wasn't the biggest piece of the puzzle. No, in the regular season. Well,
0: and see, they you bring in a guy like Corey Perry to put up points like he did in the uh, like he did. In the playoffs, but mm. really, I wouldn't say he was integral in he, them he... making it to the finals. But he was integral in them making it to six games in the finals. Like if 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 not for Corey Perry, then the stars the stars definitely lose Game Five and they lose the series four to one, which was huge. But it was Perry and Pavelski in in Game Five that was so big than that the the double overtime game. So yeah, so it's one of those things where. Those who still had a problem with Corey Perry, it's not going to be an issue anymore. Uh, you won't have to worry about should we cheer, should we boo whenever they play home games and fans are allowed back. Like who knows? Now you can just boo him all you want. But boo. even still, different, different shirt. shirt. Boo. <laughs> so if uh, but still, do not boo Corey Perry, please. If he, uh, whenever he signs somewhere else and he comes back, like he, that man has deserved. Our admiration and our respect, and I, I hope that the Dallas fans, like, I, I don't see them doing, like, a big tribute to, the, yeah. to them on the Jumbotron or something, but. I'm not going to call
2: him boo, but I am going to, All right, am sorry, I'm not going to boo him, but I am going to call him boo very loudly. I'm going to say, that's my boo. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing I live nowhere near Dallas.
0: Yes, yes, yes but unfortunately you're right near me and I kind of want to slap you for that. <laughs> you won't. No, I won't. No, I won't. So, the that's really like all the big news this week, which is fine because it's uh that's that's a big one, but it's really nothing else is going on with hockey in general. Like all the big name free agents are pretty much gone and everything else is just kind of like gravy on top. And it's just, I'm just so ready for this next season to get going. And they're, they still haven't picked a time. And they're, they were saying that uh, they being Gary Bettman, uh, Gary Bettman was saying that they're probably going to have to do a shortened season. Mm-hmm. They were trying to keep all 82 games for next year, but I don't. I don't think that that's happening because I don't think January 1st is a start that they're really going to be able to have, like they <laughs> initially planned on doing. So, yeah, I don't know. So don't, 48 I, games, yeah. and I mean it is what it is, and uh, just as long as we get hockey back, that's all I care about. And it's yeah. you know what, and it's kind of nice that the stars didn't win the cup this year because that's like the shortest celebration, right? It, like, you don't even get a full, like, Tampa Bay won't even get a full off season. Like, as soon as the season starts again, you're just, it's, it's going to be kind of like, oh, yeah, Tampa Bay won it, but it's just, like, it didn't marinate long right. enough,
2: so. I suggest you let that one marinate.
0: Yeah, I wish we could have, because then things would be a little bit more normal. But at but. least they didn't win a World Series, too. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Fucking. But LA did, and I just can't believe that, man. That just sucks. LA, LA. Dude,
2: what happens if the uh, the Rams or the Chargers win the Super Bowl?
0: <laughs> not likely. So not likely. I don't know. The Rams are no, not no, really. Not no, not really. Not really. really. No, no, huh? no. Did, speaking of the Chargers, did you see Philip Rivers' face at the end of the uh, at the end of their game this week? Uh-uh. He was like sitting on his backside, and he was just like slumped over, and he looked like he looked like. Well, like, he plays for the Colts now. No, I know, I know. Oh, they played each other. That's right. Yeah, and so whenever he was, and Phil <clears throat> Rivers played for the Chargers anyway too. So I mean, it seemed like a good segue. So, but it looked like you took like a like a like an old teddy bear and just kind of put him down, and he was just kind of just sitting there, and he just looked like he was defeated at the at, like at the end of his ropes. It was just like, so funny.
2: Like Stretch Armstrong when you're not playing with him, and he's all Wah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stretch Armstrong. That's what I'm going to call my penis now.
2: Because you have to stretch it? I
0: do. You do. It just stretches. And it's all gooey. I don't know. Anyway, the soccer minute. (laughs) No, wait. We're going to go straight to the soccer minute? You don't want to talk about...
2: If we're talking about penis nicknames, then yeah, let's get this shit over
0: with. (laughs) Okay. Well, then if you want to go straight into the soccer minute, that's fine with me. I call mine Ronald Guzman. The Condor. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't really. hmm
2: I don't have a nickname for mine.
0: No, I don't either. That's that's weird. I know it's weird. I know. I don't know anybody who does. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Usually, it's given to people though. Like Normally, you can't ever. No, you
2: know what it is? It's I. I knew people who did have those nicknames for their penises in high school, and I didn't like any of them, and I don't talk to them anymore. That's what it was.
0: Hmm. And that's that. That that's the only reason why.
2: No, but it was. That's not the only reason I didn't like them, but. But you I mean, know, it was, it you know was yeah, 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 you know sure, sure, sure. Hey, sure. watch
0: out for the Chad. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, you know. Yes, stuff like that. Yes. Are there, Is there like a woman equivalent name for Kyle? Karen. No, see, I, I Kyle is a douche. Karen is just more annoying, I think. Karen is just inconvenient. Um. We'll get K- one. Kaylee. Kaylee? Kaylee. I know good I know I know good people named Kaylee. Okay, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff. Yeah, around. all right. We'll 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 come up. We'll we'll get one. We'll get one. We'll we'll figure it out next week. All right. So like I said last week, the the uh FC Dallas did qualify for the uh for the MLS Cup. They didn't really end the season too well with a three nothing loss to minnesota but you know what that's fine it wasn't even like their full roster that was playing they're getting ready for because they they it couldn't they couldn't
2: doesn't even matter.
0: they couldn't even advance or they couldn't advance their seating or they couldn't get any worse so it was fine and it's just one of those things where you're just preparing for the mls cup so what is happening now is that the uh fc dallas is now playing the portland timbers uh, for their first round matchup. And the thing that's important here. Is in the MLS. And soccer playoffs in general. It's not just about. Winning games. Margin of victory has everything to do. In soccer as well. So let's just say that FC Dallas plays. Whenever FC Dallas plays Portland. And Portland wins. 2-1. to one, Well that score carries over. To the next game. So. If you go into the final game of the playoffs and you're and 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 you're down like four goals or something, then you have to score five goals in order to win the entire series. You can't like it's not just oh this is game seven we win and we advance. No, it depends on like who's ahead in goals and who's behind and how many you have to score. So, uh. goal scoring is very important in the playoffs. Just because if you if you talk to anyone, they always say that oh well like Tampa Bay beating um the New York Islanders 8 to 2 in game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals and then the Islanders were going around just being like yeah I mean it's still just one nothing and it's fine like if this if it was soccer and you lost 8 to 2 now you're down 6 so now you have to mm-hmm. make up those goals and then every time someone else scores like it just keeps adding more and more to that total so it's different but it's interesting to see stuff like that so uh, they have not—I don't think they have announced—I oh, do, 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 do. don't think that they have announced when the playoffs are starting yet. The only thing I do know is the matchup. oh I'm sorry, the postseason will begin November 20th. <laughs> yes, but that won't be Dallas's—that Uh, that won't be FC Dallas's start because the Eastern Conference is doing something completely different because they have play-in matches where it's going to be Nashville versus Miami, which— kudos to Miami for getting in this is their first season and they make technically they made the playoffs as the 10th seed which if this if we weren't under a, a covid league right now they would not have made it but still they they made it and they're playing Nashville um and then it's going to be New England versus Montreal. And then after that is whenever everything else is going to, like the actual playoffs will get started. They, okay. We just have a couple of play-in games that the Eastern Conference has to do first. So as we kind of inch closer and closer, I'll let you know whenever Dallas's first match is going to be. And this is the time now because this will be on air. This, this is no longer... Local media will still have coverage of the first round, but there will also be national media coverage. So coming up soon... Uh, you will be able to watch these games regularly, and this is the time to watch now, just because it's very exciting. FC Dallas has been really high at some points in this season. They've been really low, but now all of that is just moot because now they've made the playoffs, and now it's all about just really cementing your legacy here. And they've got a team that can do it. So. mooterous, mooterous. I
2: have one question. All right, go ahead. Is Portland's mascot Paul Bunyan? Because if it's not, I don't want any... I don't want to have anything to do with
0: it. Portland's mascot is, it's just a T. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're. I, they're, they're the Portland. Wow. Ti- they're the Portland Timbers. Wow. But really, soccer teams don't have names. You know, like you have um, name. <laughs> no, you little shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I know the New uh, New York has the Red Bulls, but that's just because there's no there's no commercial they have wings. They have no commercial breaks in soccer because it's con- the clock is <clears throat> always going. So they have to like they have to wear their sponsors. So some teams have mascots that are companies, but not typically they don't have. I guess if you want to call it, it's the Portland Timbers. So, and I guess because there's a bunch of trees in Oregon, so
2: are they owned by the trees?
0: Maybe, they're they're the trees like from the sorry. Lord of the yeah, Rings. I was about movie. to say.
2: Sorry, I just watched Lord of the Rings. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good. That was good. So I don't have anything else to add. It's These just it's just exciting. Are getting
2: out of control. That was like seven minutes. <laughs> seven. Get out of town.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what about what about cola? Cola, soda. Soda. Oh, soda. Right. Yes. Whatever. See, you seem Whatever. like ni- you seem like nice people. I'm gonna help you out here. There's seven. There's no way we're naming our baby soda. Nah, I got great names for our kids. <laughs> what is that sign language? <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and go into the Mavs. Boy, that did get out of control there at the end. I do, I told you. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, for the Mavs, the only thing, the really the only thing that I have right now is. Uh, it's just that the Mavs are still looking for their third star. No one is, no one's biting, but they also haven't come to any kind of terms with Tim Hardaway Jr. yet. So it's just the Mavs are just kind of in limbo. Just, uh, just because it, the one thing that we do have is that the NBA has agreed to start on the twenty second of what of December. I'm sorry. Okay, I was like, I had to burp. I'm uh, sorry. Whoa. No, 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 no. They're like they they have agreed to start on the twenty second. And uh, the, it has to be approved by the Players Association or something, but it, from everything that I have read, it seems like that everyone is okay with that. So at least we have a start date to the NBA season. Uh, just The Mavs just have not really made a whole lot of news lately in the basketball world. It's just Lucas still great. Christoph Porzingis is questionable with his knee, but we still want him here. Everyone else, you're just as disposable as any of us so thank you for your time but we'll see you next week okay so now we can move on to do you want to do
2: i really did zone out for a second that's
0: fine that's fine oh you (laughs) whenever i said see you next week you thought that we were done i was like whoa yeah you looked up you looked up right at me all (laughs) big-eyed he's like how long was i staring at my phone
2: (laughs) i feel like barney in that episode where he uh, he fakes his way through conversations
0: Mm. What's happening now? Different strokes. <laughs> so we can talk about the Rangers. The Rangers. Still still confident as ever with the Rangers. The Rangers. So once again, this is just another thing. Uh, the only thing that I have seen is there's been a lot of articles coming about, coming about, coming out about that uh, Rugnet Odor needs to go. Because they're, they're, they're saying that his numbers this year, even as bad as they were, they're flawed because he did end up having a little bit of a resurgence there at the end of the season. And if you really want to break down the – uh, like, it's not even just Rugnet Odor. It's everyone at second base because the Rangers were 30th yeah, yeah. in, in uh, wins above average at negative – 1.5 oh and it just went away. What the hell just happened? Oh, <laughs> and See,
2: that's Cameron when you when you move your thumb.
0: No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Like a pop up came up. It's like uh, this is just such clickbait. Maybe maybe I shouldn't trust this website. Whatever it is, um, but I got yeah,
2: it from RugnetodorSucks dot com. Yeah, is right. I know,
0: right. Yeah, it sounds about right. But anyway, <laughs> like the numbers don't lie. So if we were to move on from rugnettodor what what are what are our viable options here at second base? I know that you, I know that we presented last week that moving Elvis Andrews over to second just so that way you can get um Josh Young some starts. But that's I think that's a spot start thing. Yeah, no, I agree. And so I mean, would you consider even putting Josh Young at second base? Cause that's that's kind of getting no, him further. Way, yeah, way yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. That's yeah, way out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So <laughs> I, I know I'd that. I'd say I'd say
2: the easy solution, or the, the 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 first one that comes to my mind is uh, Nick Solak.
0: Yeah, Nick Solak, and then they also have uh, Anderson Tejada. 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 Is that how it's pronounced? Okay, I can't I get so. any of these fucking names right. Provlone. <laughs> I tried it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were making snoring sounds. I was like, what do you want from me here? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there's Anderson Tejeda. Yeah. Uh, but he is more, like, he's he's been one of those players that's been kind of moving around all over the place. And they, the according to this article that I'm reading here, it's just saying that they're not even sure what to do with that. So they're thinking that Nick Solak would be, a, but even still, like, he had his little blip Right there in the middle of the season that we've talked about already, and it, who knows what it would look like in a full season, but yeah. that that also has affected his numbers. But if you do want to go with the best, but, the best numbers here, uh, Nick Solak did have the best numbers at second base this season. Yeah. So, and, and not even just at second base, but even at the plate, like including all the other all the other second basements that got their chance. So, yeah. I mean, do you agree? Because I know that you're. Excuse me. I know that you're very much a Rugnet Odor fan because he drives in runs. Is what you're is what you're saying? And, yeah, I and... think
2: I think the 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 biggest thing that's that's gonna become a, like even for somebody like me who sees why he plays every day, um, like I have to come to the realization that the team doesn't know what to do with him. Mm. The team, like, and I'm not saying that's a fault of the team. I I just think that you know maybe a change of scenery would do better for both parties you know
0: yeah i mean look at what I, I, and i know that i keep somehow shoehorning in the stars here uh, really on anything but it's the, like it's the best thing that i have here shoehorn but look at look, i'd like to have shoehorn hands if uh <laughs> i'm out of control with the seinfeld references tonight i'm sorry um uh i derailed myself well, rail yourself. Yeah, no, baby. I got to, I, I got to, I got to find a way to get back to where I was saying here. I'm all hopped up on Yoohoo. Go ahead, go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. That's my bad. <clears throat> I was just going to say I think that it's. Uh- oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go, go ahead and finish your point. But I remember what I was going to say.
2: I think it's one of those situations where <laughs> it might be best for both parties involved to go ahead and and, and split up because at this point it, it really does seem like. He's not buying what the coaches are selling, if they're selling anything, if they even know what to do with them. Uh, but it, it just seems like whatever it is, he's not listening. And he's, you know, he's his first couple of years, he had those those times where he would go in, into big slumps, and they'd send him down, and he'd come back and he'd bat like 350. You know, and I think maybe he's just one of those players you have to get his attention all the time. And now that they have run out of options to be able to send him down without cutting him, yeah, you can, They they haven't been able to get his attention because at the end of the day, he is still driving in runs, you know. Yeah, but it, it's, once, the the shift is really really messing with him, and yeah. and the Rangers haven't been able to to you know get anybody in a position where they're not getting shifts put on him all the time. So
0: yeah, I it's I mean just look at look at what it did for uh, Valdachushkin. You know he he was very much mr dallas star they were planning on possibly putting the c on him one day and he first round pick and i know that we've talked about how at nauseum that jim nill just is mm-hmm. not a good first round drafter and Val Nichushkin was kind of that way and or at least it seemed like it was going to be that way and looks
2: that way looks that way
0: and whenever the uh whenever the uh whenever he ended up leaving and going to colorado now he's kind of rediscovered himself, which is such a shame. But but once again, he's not a top-line guy in Colorado. He's he's very much third-line, sometimes second-line kind of guy. So maybe the same thing that could happen to Nachushkin, Or he might go the way of Denis Garyanov because Denis Garyanov two years ago, they he was not producing at the rate that they thought that he was going to, so they send him down to the AHL. His first night in the AHL, he gets a hat trick. You know and then he comes back up and now we know what he's capable of and he's got that one timer that can rival uh Ovechkin's
2: It sent, it sent us to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Three.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe the same thing can happen for Odor. Like it's it's a shame that it couldn't work out here but it, it, I just think that he's probably he's probably too much in his own head here and he's probably uh, the the management and uh, all the coaching staff and stuff like that they they're kind of they've kind of exhausted everything that they can do yeah so it just seems like it's just best to just kind of you know it would be fun cut ties what would be fun
2: if they sent him to toronto
0: oh i know <laughs> i know god that would be amazing but i i don't think that they would just no, yeah i mean no, of course they wouldn't but oh my god wouldn't that be awesome that
2: would be really funny uh also you brought up hockey which reminded me i've discovered that i've been saying, uh, uh, mispronouncing a city in Canada, so I want to apologize. It's not Vancouver. It's pronounced Vancouver. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of our Vancouverans out there that are listening. Vancouverites. Van- uns
2: Stink. Poop. <laughs> poop coming out of your mouth.
0: Okay. So... Okay. Well, <laughs> one last thing we can kind of talk about, especially since this is in kind of your your wheelhouse here. Apparently, there's been a lot of uh, pitchers that have been pitching over uh, internationally. Uh-huh. Or oh, wait, okay. Oh no, it's instructional league. I don't even know what that is.
2: It's uh the instructional league is. It's um
0: it's a minor league. Um, it's like a minor minor league. It's it's.
2: Yeah, it's like winter league, basically, is what it is. It, it's not necessar- necessarily the minor minor league, necessarily. Not ne- not ne- ne- <laughs> ne- Yeah, uh huh.
0: Okay. It's uh,
2: but b- anybody from <laughs> low A to Triple A might get a uh, winter league instructional league designation. Okay, if they if they have a little bit of a, you know what I mean. If they're like, we think you need some more work here or here. Uh, that's all that is.
0: Well, I guess there' uh, a lot of pitchers that the Rangers have out playing in the instructional league right now are looking really, really good. Uh, Cole Wynn, Owen White, Mason Englert, I think that's how it's pronounced, and Sean Ch- Sean Chandler. They they've they've all been pitching down there, and I according to uh, according to T. R. Sullivan, who is the Rangers beat writer. He says that they have just looked impressive this whole time while they've been playing in the instructional league. So well, that's good. I mean, I know that it seems like every off season you always say look for the Rangers to sign a pitcher, look for the Rangers to sign a, pitcher, and they never do.
2: Well, no, they they do. It's just it's just never- always yeah. It's always it's- like.
0: Lance Lynn and you're like what but of course that that but would end it, up working yeah. out for but yeah, whenever but, they, but signed when they signed him, him yeah. I was like yeah okay thank you two years ago yeah like what the fuck or Bartolo <laughs> Cologne yes I know like or, why or
2: yeah Bartolo Cologne in 2016
0: I know I know you'd what? want like you'd want like maybe 2006 7 <laughs> yeah. like All right. dude I was like when are they gonna get Barry Zito yeah <laughs> Maybe they can try real hard and get Nolan Ryan out of retirement. You know, like, maybe maybe, maybe he's the solution for it. So We'll bring the trash cans. Fucking A right. And, you know, he knows that. I say that all the time, too. Like, I, I, I realize that. So I'm going to try and, like.
2: Say what? Trash can?
0: Cool it on the fucking A rights. Oh. <laughs> so there's that. So I that didn't mean. I, I knew that that wasn't going to be a big talking point. But it looks good. And maybe that's a reason why the Rangers don't really look to get this big-name pitcher because they have all the confidence in the world on all these players that are in their farm system.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah, I mean, possible. I'm just throwing stuff out there. I haven't really been keeping up with their farm system. You know what I mean? So I, I can't speak intelligently about it. All I can say is that in, in general for the past few years, they haven't necessarily been able to develop that talent, so I don't know if that confidence is unfounded, or if they just think that maybe they've got the wrong guys, but now they got the right guys in there, and they're going to be able to develop the talent. I don't know. Uh,
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You have one child. You know who did it. (laughs) None of this. Will will you stop touching me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you have one child and they say, "Will you stop touching me, well, then you, you have get to, take to take it, it away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's still funny. That is still funny. I don't care what anyone says. So, there's that. Do you have anything else on the Rangers? Rangers. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go ahead and talk about the Cowboys. I have about
2: three and a half quarters of football-looking football looking pretty
0: good see and here's the thing i'm first of all i do want to state this is that i'm so upset at pittsburgh for getting 24 points and not 23 points because the monsters inc fan inside of me really wanted to be like we got a 23 19 you know <laughs> like it's but see i that that aside like they looked i mean it doesn't really get much better than that and i, I think that it was nice because they uh and dude, this this is what it looks like when you have a talented
2: quarterback with one week to prepare.
0: Fucking dude, and the, the crazy thing of is, Dallas, maybe. Crazy, Garrett Gilbert, the man. The crazy
2: thing is, every Longhorns fan or Alabama fan who's going, Where the fuck have I heard that name before? Oh, he replaced Colt McCoy in the national championship game and had the Longhorns within a touchdown in the fourth quarter against Alabama.
0: Oh, really? And that I didn't was exactly basically-
2: that it was that was basically his only real significant play time at Texas. I think he he lost the starting job the next year, and then he went somewhere else. But
0: the, yeah, yeah, they didn't even say that. They didn't even mention that yeah, he no. went to Texas because well, he, he didn't. He didn't graduate from Texas. But yeah, he, he but changed, but still, yeah. but even but playing in a national championship game, why yeah, wouldn't was, you even like bring that up? A, it was like his
2: first. But yeah, real action. Time. Yeah. So, why was, wouldn't you
0: even talk about that? Like, it's just maybe they did and I missed it, or and we both missed it, but I don't know. Like, I, didn't I didn't actually get I, to watch watch the game. Uh, then I'm sure they probably said something. We just both just missed it because I was at work whenever, whenever the game was going on, and you obviously maybe. weren't watching.
2: Maybe. I don't
0: know. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's good. So, but uh, hey, what a solid game from Gary Gilbert, too. Is uh, 21 for 38, 243. With one touchdown, one interception, it's...
2: I didn't know he threw a pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 I know. And it's just one of those things that you... Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. Why wouldn't, and I knew that this was going to be a problem, too, why wouldn't Mike McCarthy go for it on fourth and inches there whenever he chose to kick that field goal instead? I understand. Yeah. I know that you have to get points on the board, but... But at that point, it's not like it's not like you were trailing. You had Pittsburgh on their heels. They were they were getting a good solid drive going, fourth and inches. Just do a little quarterback sneak and go ahead get that touchdown because that was the difference in the game. And as soon as I saw that, I was I was sitting there going, I bet you anything that that's gonna come back and haunt them. Like you just you had that feeling in your gut, and sure enough, it did. Sure enough, it did, and it's if I was a Steelers fan, I would not be rejoicing right now because yeah, how you're the do you last let...
2: undefeated team in the league, but that did not look d-
0: good. no, that didn't look good at all, and there were Pittsburgh Steelers fans everywhere at where I work. Their leading rusher,
2: twenty-two yards. Who's James Conner. Oh, Steelers. oh, Pittsburghs. Yeah, I know. They had forty six total rushing yards.
0: And now you've got Ben Roethlisberger with whatever happened to his knee, because he was not okay. Like he he took a bad fall, he took a bad hit. Not a not not a dirty hit, but it was just unfortunate the way that the chips fell but now you've got to like you've got to hurt ben roethlisberger your running game can't even run on the cowboys terrible defense because and, and we've been saying this whole time that their front their front is not the problem so it was nice to see that they kind of came in and did what they were supposed to do and they didn't have to come in and they have to help ben roethlisberger or uh help the secondary stop ben roethlisberger which i mean The secondary still didn't. You know, he had 306 yards passing and three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. But he really, like Ben Roethlisberger kind of came alive there at the end. And it's just such a shame because Mike McCarthy, he pulled a playbook directly out of what Rutgers did on Saturday where they were taking an opening kickoff and then they tried to throw it across the field. And it worked, if not for an illegal block in the back. Yeah, by the Cowboys, which, I mean, it happens, but, I mean, it like, you see Mike McCarthy's fingerprints all over this thing whenever it comes to trick plays and, like, having fun and taking risks. Why not take that risk and go for it on fourth and inches? I, I don't, like, I don't understand why he would look at that and just say, well, let's get points instead. Yeah, but... It could have been so much worse and you and you score a touchdown on that drive instead of getting a field goal, Pittsburgh gets like a little bit of a moral victory because not only did you, did they stop that drive, but you also didn't show the confidence in your team to go for it on fourth and inches on their defense. like it, that right there was the change of momentum, right that like just that right there is why you lost. I agreed. yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, I I I I, I so I I know that I've been talking a whole bunch, but it's I mean, it's just so funny whole because bunch. whenever Ben Roethlisberger is your second leading rusher. Yikes. So, it's just it's so hard to kind of but it, but yeah, there were Steelers fans everywhere at my work and they were just going nuts whenever they stopped the play and it was so funny that I found myself like rooting for the Cowboys. It wasn't, like, a thing where I had to watch it just because I knew for the podcast and all that. Like, I was rooting, genu- genuinely rooting for the Cowboys in this game. And I can't remember the last time I, like, genuinely rooted for the Cowboys in anything. So, I think I think this world's got itself a a fan, you know? Like Like, ever since we started this podcast, I've kind of shifted my tune. I'm not saying that they're my number one team.
2: No, but now you have a number two team. But now I do.
0: Now I do. So it's fun.
2: Hooray. Don't Hooray. worry. We won't tell the Packers
0: podcast. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. But the, uh, I mean, Gary Gilbert, you know, someone someone like that can take a hold. And it. he looked like that he just fit in like a glove. And it, it was just, it was awesome to watch him play. Because he just went out there and played like he'd been doing it for years. I know. And he's, he's, that was his first career start. He'd never started. Before. Yeah, I know. I know. And look at him. He, th- the moment, like, and his passes, I'm not trying to say he had a perfect no, day. No, 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 no. Some of his Some passes of the, yeah. were, a little, but that can be fixed. Yeah. Because especially, oh, man. I mean, and that, I mean,
2: you think about it, he only had a week to prepare with yeah, the receivers. Yeah. To, to going didn't have against, any time to really build any kind of rapport, or rhythm, or anything.
0: Going against the, uh, Go, and going against a team, the last undefeated team, and record-wise, is the best team in the league right now. And he really took it to them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that there is a lot of room to be optimistic right now. But I also think that the best thing that could have happened for the Cowboys was to lose that game. Because I'm sitting here watching it going, like, if they win, this is going to be fun. It's going to be great to talk about. But at the same time, you're sitting here going, like, okay, like, you're going the opposite of, of you're going in the opposite direction you need to be going here. Like what a Cowboys move to do whenever, okay. Now we want you to lose, and then you're gonna beat the last undefeated team in the league and give us all hope. It, like what are yeah. you doing, man?
2: Welcome to being a Cowboys fan. As I said in the Navy, anytime anybody was like, "Oh, you're a Cowboys fan," I hate, I hate the Cowboys. I said, "No, you don't. No, you don't." Nobody hates the Cowboys more than Cowboys fans yes, hate the Cowboys right now. Yes,
0: I know. So don't you give me that shit. And you don't hate <laughs> the
2: Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> so I get it now. I get it now because it's just like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, just keep losing. Like, all you have to do is show up and lose. Like, that's, that's the easy part. That's the thing. That's the
2: thing. The, the, the eight and eight years. It's like eight and eight. Yeah, I know. Eight and eight is the worst. People are like, oh no, Owen sixteen is the worst. No, it's not. You
0: get the number one. Yeah, at least pick. you know what you're gonna be getting.
2: <laughs> eight and eight. You get middle of the pack.
0: I know, and that's and then you get middle of the pack first round picks and you're just forever just encased in mediocrity. It's so uh, uh, Great So I get it now, Cowboys fans. <laughs> I'd promise. I understand. I've never followed this team so closely before in my life, and now I get the frustration, man, because it's like Jesus Christ. Just- <laughs> Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, just put him in there. He'll be fine. He'll like he'll he'll do bad enough for us to lose against this team. Completion, completion, touchdown. You're like, ah <laughs>
2: what? no, what are you doing? What's the
0: point? Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. When you, I you like start them, telling the offensive they line don't, don't like me.
0: And when they, they like, like me, I don't like them. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're just sitting here and you tell the offensive line, stop blocking for him. Like, for the love of God, don't tell him you're not doing this, but we need to lose this game. So (laughs) in the end, I think that the loss was the right call. But at the same time, it didn't have to be that way. They could have really come out and kind of salvaged maybe a glimmer of hope that everyone thought going into that game, even before Dak Prescott went down and we were talking about it and we were saying that game against Pittsburgh is still going to be the hardest game on their schedule. Yeah and they come out and they win that game. I mean, it would have been a great feel-good a, a great feel-good story. But at the same time, you look at the win and you go, "Oh my god. This that's not what we needed now. Now we might be playing for like a top 10 pick instead of a top 5 pick." Here's what worries me. 8 and 8 is still a possibility. I know it is. I know it is. It's coming. It's coming <sighs> and I- so sorry that because now Garrett Gilbert is good enough to beat the Eagles he's good enough to beat the Giants he, he should be good enough to beat the Washington football team and those are three wins that they don't need right now I know they need to lose them so I know. but I mean even if they do it's it, it uh, good on good on the team for kind of coming together and doing everything that they could to make it happen but you're just in the, the in the long run you're fucking yourself. Yeah. Welcome to being a Cowboys fan, I guess. It's good to be here by the way. It's good to be on the ride. Not apologizing for being a fan, but just so you know, you guys have kind of pulled me into your web and I and and you're not letting go and here I am. So now we're really going to get to see some passion.
2: One of us.
0: Mm. Yes.
2: That's what happens, man. They they get down in you, and you and you go why? Why? And next thing you know, you're yelling at your screen, your TV screen, and you're saying things like, "When? How long can Jerry Jones really live?
0: <laughs> He's like Betty White. Oh, like 20- she's gonna make it. She's gonna make it to the end of 2020. Like uh, you mark my words. I've been saying dude. this whole time. I've been saying this whole time dude. that 2020 is gonna take her. No, she's not. She's dude. gonna make it." dude she's gonna make it i'm not emotionally ready for that i know but she will so it's fine like and i never make guarantees i'm not one i'm not one to like believe in curses or jinxes and stuff like that which is weird coming from a sports fan but i still don't like to make guarantees on anything and i feel comfortable saying that this is a guarantee betty white if you die i'm so sorry that i killed you but she's gonna make it i I promise you in in a year in a year where everything seems so chaotic and out of control and she's our totem she is man she's our foundation you know and betty white's gonna show if i can survive you can too yeah but that top looking a little kind of (laughs) wobbly so (laughs) betty white you know what? I want Betty White to live until the next presidential election, and I'm going to fucking vote for her. I w- I really would. I really would. We got <laughs> it. We need more. First vote ever. Oh, man. No, not ever. No? No, not ever. I voted in the 2016, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gary Johnson. wop. Yikes. So, uh, are you good on the Cowboys, or is there anything... Oh, well, I mean, I guess we can kind of break down their schedule here, now that we know kind of what... Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, we've been doing it all week. Like you said,
2: maybe he he played too good and maybe we get Cooper Rush next week. Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So Which would be the only time in Cowboys history people were like, yay!
0: Yay, Cooper Rush! Thank
2: Christ. Now go out there and lose with
0: the best of them, buddy.
2: Thank God, because Andy Dalton's still throwing the football backwards. Yes. (laughs)
0: Like me kicking the ball. Yeah. Andy Dalton does things with his arms that I do with my feet. It's just the weirdest thing. So next Ooh. next week, <laughs> a lot that of weird sounded, visuals. That sounded naughty. <laughs> I'm at a sacred convent. <laughs> I've seen what you do with your feet. Yes, I know. And I felt what you do with yours. Okay, so we're moving oh. on to that. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, we got the Vikings next week in Minnesota.
2: Mm. they
0: um. they're uh, dude the vikings are looking solid man like they're Mm. like but who knows now because that's the
2: thing they're they're another one of those teams man like one week they look solid and they take it to somebody and the next week you're like "You, you lost to them really
0: well i mean they've beaten the packers and they've beaten the lions lately and then but then the week before they lost to the falcons yeah and then they lost to the seahawks which and then they beat the texans lost to the Titans. So I mean really their only loss that they've had so far this year. Oh. Okay, two losses. <laughs> they lost to the Colts and then they lost to uh they lost to the Falcons, which I mean the Colts really aren't they're I mean they're middle of the pack still. Like it's fine, like it, but but still that's one of those games that you would think that if you can come out against Green Bay and win 28 to 2, which that game against Green Bay, it limited the amount that Kirk Cousins had to pass, and it limited the amount of times that Aaron Rodgers had to pass because at Lambeau that day, it was just super windy. Yeah. And every time you put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands, you know magic happens, and every time you put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands, disasters happen. So, maybe that's... Yeah, you like that? Oh, dude, I love it whenever... Kirk Cousins is like the new Jay Cutler. Like, he's the he's he's the second greatest quarterback that the Packers have ever had because all he does is just throw to Packers... Uh, uh, secondary, and for I love reason, it. For some
2: reason, for some reason, you said Jay Cutler, and I heard it is Jake I know, but oh. I heard Jake Plummer, mm, mm. and I was like, like I
0: didn't realize that Jake Plummer played for the Packers. No, 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 he did not. So, but anyway, th- so the Vikings. That's not your. That's not a walk in the park. Like, like I thought it was going to be two weeks ago. Whenever they lost to the Falcons, like it's just yeah. Th- and so that game next week. Is going to be, I think, really entertaining because I don't think that the, I don't think that the Packers are going to be uh, the Packers. I don't think that the Cowboys are laying down for anyone. I don't think they're tanking. They proved it this last week,
2: Which, and I
0: think they're going to take it to Minnesota. Oh
2: God, if they go eight and eight,
0: uh, it's I think that they take it to Minnesota, and if I, all Minnesota has, because their defense is shit they can't stop anyone. So the pressure is kind of it's not going to be as big of a it's it's not going to be as big of a of an obstacle that they need to climb whenever it comes to the Minnesota Vikings defense. The only thing that Minnesota or the only thing that Dallas has to do is stop Dalvin Cook. That's it, stop the run and you're good. Because that's all Minnesota has and Dallas has shown that they can stop the run. So I I think the Cowboys win against Minnesota, and I'm not just saying that because I hope for it. Because obviously, as a Packers fan, every, any week that the Vikings lose is good on it, uh, good for me. But I really do think that the Cowboys take it to Minnesota, and I think that they win that game. Minnesota's kind of riding a little bit of a high here. Maybe they're coming into this game thinking, oh, the Cowboys will be pushovers, it'll be fine, and maybe they underestimate them. And mm-hmm. I, I I can see it happening. I can see them coming out with a win boring win i think i think yeah. it's gonna be super i think it's gonna be like i think it's gonna be like 13 to 7 or something like it's just you're not gonna have a whole lot of offense but you're gonna have just enough to get the win you're
2: gonna be laying it all out on the Zer line
0: yeah i'll allow that one yeah i'll allow that one that one's good that one's good then it's washington then the ravens then the Bengals, the 49ers the eagles and then the giants so eight and eight is a possibility I don't see it happening that's
2: not very likely I don't
0: see it not very likely
2: likely so
0: if they if they finish with
2: less than 10 losses
0: yeah it's the, I mean this this season shocked. yeah I know I know but see but it, if if they do I would consider this if they finish seven and nine I'd view this season as a failure yeah because it like if your star quarterback goes down, that means, first of all, that means that you were able to win some games that are remaining on your schedule that you should not have won, you know, like uh, against the yeah. Bengals, against the Ravens, against the 49ers even, you know, I know I, so it's just like those games you should not win and you, you'll have to win at least one of them. And, uh, and now what do you do with Dak Prescott. You know, at that point, if you end up going seven and nine, the system kind of is set up now. Like maybe uh, Garrett Gilbert is one of—I'm the I'm not saying that he's like your legit option here, but you might—you're saying he might be the Kerry Collins to Vince Young. Yeah, maybe, maybe.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: it, it, I. So that's why I'm saying going seven and nine would be disastrous for the Cowboys you get a yes. shit draft pick it means that Gary Gilbert really was the real deal and he didn't just have one week where he just kind of shined the brightest and now you've got Dak Prescott who's coming back after a serious injury and you've got a quarterback that has shown that he can take it to some of the best teams in the league and win yep. because Zeke no touchdowns this week what did he have, what did he do like 52 yards or something like nothing
2: disappeared
0: he hasn't he hasn't had over 100 yards rushing in 4 weeks now disappeared so so it's Zeke clearly isn't the answer you're gonna go with fucking uh Tony Pollard like fuck no well, you Tony know,
2: Pollard did look better than I Zeke know
0: better. I know he did I know he did but still you're not you're paying Zeke money to do and so it's so funny because now you're the one that's seeming like you knew what the fuck you were talking about this whole time hey, I
2: always seemed like I knew you- what I was
0: talking about <laughs> <laughs> so Here's hoping that there's no more Cowboys victories the rest of this season because I mean I honestly think that I I think that the best thing that could happen for this team right now is for them to lose. Yeah, and here's hoping that it happens. And but I mean I do think that they will beat the Vikings next week.
2: 2021 Super Bowl champs.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Doubt it.
2: I mean, I guess that would be the 2022 Super Bowl because it would be the 2021 season.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 So you're saying next year. I mean, yeah. they've got all the pieces, yeah. man. Like, they do, especially. Like, yeah. And that's why, obviously, you keep Dak Prescott. So I guess, He's, really, it, the really, question really, I should have asked is what do you do with Garrett Gilbert then at that point? Right. Because, obviously, Trade you Trade him keep for that- an
2: entire secondary.
0: Do it. Do it. You know? <laughs> someone will part with someone. <laughs> Dude. <laughs>
2: Send them to New England.
0: Mm, mm. They'd be like, this they need a quarterback. Busted, dude. I'm. T- this whole time, I always thought it was Belichick. It's looking like it's probably Tom Brady really was the real deal up there, man. And I now they can't because man, Tom Brady's third in the league right now with I touchdown kn- passes. I know,
2: but look at look at the players that are surrounding him. I, and look at his defense at, is great. Look at look defense is great. His defense he's, is great he's also, and he's but, got Gronk. He's got Gronk. They just signed Antonio Brown. He's got uh Mike Williams. Yeah, and what what
0: a great what a great addition that was this week. He, I mean, they got Mike
2: Williams. They, there's another uh receiver that they added. He's I mean, he's got a good good team around him. Oh, and Leonard Fournette. Like they've got a good offense. Leonard
0: Fournette.
2: Like I'm not saying he's not eh, lighting the world on fire, eh, but he's probably one of the best running backs Tom Brady's ever had.
0: I'm just I'm just saying I think that Tom Brady is showing me that it really was all him in New England. I don't, think, England. So. Oh, I don't uh, think
2: so. Look at what New England has done since uh, yeah, since look, he's left. Literally, literally, who's on the team? It's Cam Newton and uh Who's ever Shirley been on the team?
0: Who's ever been on the team for Tom Brady? He's had Randy Moss name we- another one. Dude, name uh, another one. A Pro Bowl line, basically his entire career. I, I, you have to have that, though. You have to have that in order to succeed. I don't care how great you are, unless your name is Barry Sanders. You have to have a good offensive line in front no, of you in not order just to talking succeed.
2: About good though, like they, they were great. They I were know. Great.
0: I know. Of course you do. You have but, to have. But, yeah, but I'm but, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that needs to be a bonus episode now because I think Tom Brady is starting to kind of sway. My viewing on it. Did you? Wa- oh no! Did you watch? Yes, I did. And he looked. Game? He looked awful. Okay. He Tom Brady looked awful. That's why I'm saying that he's kind of. But still, I mean, the Bucks are still sitting in the like a good position here. They're six and three, and the the Patriots are three and six. I don't, I don't know what their record is, but oh, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what's different about the Patriots this year. No Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick has even said that his problem right now is that there is no depth in any position yeah and they didn't change hardly anything except letting tom brady walk and bringing in cam newton so tom brady has been sitting there continuously playing with teams that according to bill belichick has no depth and can still win super bowls with those teams i know his early years it was not him and i'm not trying to say that tom brady is the greatest of all time that is not what i'm saying but i think he's i think I need to give him more credit than I have been giving him because Bill Belichick, you could argue, single-handedly relocated the Browns to Baltimore because he was awful as their head coach, awful, and he was their last head coach until they brought him back. So now you've got this all-NFL quarterback and he leaves and now you're having this shitty season and of course it's such a small sample size and we'll know like four or five years from now and
2: uh, also like let's just calm down for a minute because what me what calm down no, no 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 I'm saying everybody everybody calm down for a minute because what, what has, what we have proven this year is that Cam Newton's MVP season was a fluke that's what's been proven that dude is a problem like, and not like, oh, he's a problem. Uh, he's not a problem for defenses. He's a problem for your team. Mike
0: Evans, by the way. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I said Mike Williams did yes, I? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Who's Mike Williams? I don't know. Whenever you said that, I was like, is he talking about Mike? Because I remember Mike Evans was getting into like this little scuffle with uh, one of the New Orleans Saints defensive backs, and I couldn't remember which one was which. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was like, maybe he's talking about Mike Evans. I don't know. Anyway, they also have LaShawn McCoy, too. But, I mean, once again, uh, uh, Tampa Bay. But once again, LaShawn McCoy, maybe 2014. So it's not like – and then once again, Leonard Fournette in 2014. Right, right. But you look at what the Patriots had on the field last year, you're right.
2: One of the main differences is is, uh, they had Tom Brady. One
0: of the main difference. Okay. It's the main difference that Tom Brady is gone.
2: Did they play in the Super Bowl last year? No, no, but no. they, but they, but no. still, this is the first no. time. This is the they first time they made the playoffs. They- but all that means is that Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Cam Newton, and fucking
0: duh. I, I'm just saying, though, like there's no way that Bill Belichick. It's not like Bill Belichick is this oh, quarterback saying, no, whisperer, no, no, like no, we always no. thought that he was. I never thought that. Yes, you did. You you always I, said no, that you said, thought that I Bill Belichick was, is the greatest head coach of all time, and
2: it's that looking mean, like that doesn't mean that he's a quarterback whisperer. That means that he's got a good def a good system, and if he gets a quarterback that is willing to learn the system, as Cam Newton apparently isn't.
0: But see, this, he's having to he's adjust his success. system, though. He's he's having to adjust his system because Cam Newton. It's not that Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Cam Newton. What Tom Brady is better at More doing, what what Tom Brady is better at doing is playing in the pocket, and Cam Newton is not. Cam Newton has never played that way, and so Bill Belichick has never, never had to coach a quarterback with the right. talents that Cam Newton has and so I he's think, having to learn that's why I i'm think, saying like what four we're or seeing, five years from now we'll know
2: right but I, <laughs> sorry you <laughs> ran out of breath <laughs> did, it does i something. think what, i think what we're really seeing is we're really seeing that that T- Tom went to Tampa Bay to prove he could do it somewhere else and Bill Belichick was like oh okay everybody in the world expects me to get a pocket passer because everybody knows what i can do with a pocket passer i'm going to go get fucking cam newton and,
0: and it's one and, year and bring him in and it's gone been, yeah no Mm-mm. Ain't working. No, it's not working. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. And who cares? Like, right. And you know Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Great relationship. Like, it doesn't seem like that there was ever any animosity that he wanted to leave or anything like that. There was nothing that I saw that there was animosity between Brady and Belichick. Like, that's the only thing that I'm saying here. But you know that each one of them are, like, both so they of those guys. have a that, chip on their Yes, center, of yeah. course they do. And right now, Tom Brady is winning. Ten weeks into the season, I understand it's such a small sample size, and that like we'll revisit this again next year, yeah. and the year after that, yeah. and the year after that. Like I think that once we get like a five, six, seven year sample size, but right now it does seem like that Tom Brady was that offense. His early years, of course, it was the defense with Ty Law and Teddy Bruschi and Vince Wilfork and all Vrabel. those guys. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So yeah. h- Tom Brady's numbers in that first Super Bowl that he won awful worse than Peyton Manning's Super Bowl win with the Broncos and I understand that so we'll get there but just right now I just think that Tom Brady is kind of changing my mind here about everything man what
2: speaking of the Patriots I just got an update from ESPN it says watch live Monday night football football Monday night football uh it's the two and five Patriots at the O and eight Jets that's going to be some spicy football there. Oh, yeah, Cam, that's right. Cam I co- Newton, zero touchdowns, five interceptions in the past three games. I
0: completely forgot that they're playing tonight. I tried to. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I tried to, and it didn't work. I just, once again, I don't want the same thing to happen <laughs> this week that happened last week. I would be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't notice last week... uh no, it, no, it no. Recording. No, you did it it stopped like it recording looks recording right awesome. yeah. in the middle and uh, we got through like two more segments and then looked and we we're like, "Oh no. Fucking A, dude. Like I couldn't believe that." <laughs> so, but I think we recovered nicely, so I just didn't want to have to do it again.
2: And she stuck the lamp. Mm. And
0: she nailed it. So, yeah, we were we, obviously we are not watching Monday night football this week. And I, yeah, I completely no. I completely forgot that they were playing. So, Nothing nothing right now in the first quarter. So shocker. Yeah, shocker. That's but the Jets are driving. The Jets are driving. You Hold know they always up. say
2: they always say oh, it's gonna come down to the last one to score. I think it's gonna be the first, first one, one to, score. to score. Which
0: will probably be the Might last
2: be the one, to only score. The one to score. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean obviously how, has it ever happened for a nothing nothing football game to go to overtime.
0: I doubt it. I doubt it. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> so <laughs> Do you have anything? I know. I know. We went off on a tangent there that had nothing to do with the Cowboys, but it's just Tom Brady's just a fun thing to talk about, especially right now. Yes. With 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 yeah. how the dynamic of everything has changed. So, anything else you want to move on to college football?
2: Yeah, let's move on to college football. All right. I didn't get to listen and and wait. remember who picked who. So wait. I need to pee. Okay, you to pause it. Or no, I can just talk.
0: Yeah, that's fine. If you want to talk, that's fine. No, I don't think that, because uh, I know that you texted me and you said that. Uh, did we both pick Kansas State? I don't think we did. I think we both, the only game that we were different this week was uh, Texas Tech and TCU. But uh, but I think we both picked Oklahoma State to win. Is your
2: name No but you're turning the lock the wrong way.
0: What? <laughs> I was not turning the lock the wrong way. Just in case this doesn't make the cut, you're not allowed to edit this. I was not turning the lock the wrong way.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. So, if we're talking uh, football scores. Liberty University, coming out of nowhere. Beating Virginia Tech. I mean, come on. Liberty University is 7-0. What in the heck? Wow. All right, then. Uh, North Carolina whooped up on Duke. As usual, it's football. It happens. Uh, Mac Brown leaving his stamp there. SMU righted, wrote... Rided the ship uh, against Temple, forty-seven to twenty-three. Tulane beat. I don't. I don't give a shit about Tulane in North Carolina or East Carolina. Oh, Michigan and Indiana. Who would have thought going into this season? First of all, that Indiana would be ranked thirteenth. Second of all, they'd be three and O and beat Michigan. Like what the. Nobody. Not this guy. Who? Not me. That's who. Uh, USC came from behind to win 27-28, which it's their first game, so, you know, eh, whatever. Oh, Florida whooped Georgia. Whooped them. Whooped them.
0: You're kind of like Sandy Rivers reading the news. That's yeah, I don't, I don't there's something serious going on outside right now. in Sandy River, I don't know what's going on out there, but someone's getting the shit kicked out of them. What? <laughs> yeah. Like I went out there and someone is like sobbing. And the next thing I heard was just, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> so yikes. Ooh. So anyway, uh, what, what, what all, what all did I miss?
2: I've just been running down football scores with like Liberty University. Uh, I don't know if there's any a whole lot of
0: uh, oh yeah
2: '90s Christian radio fans, but that's where DC Talk went.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, they haven't had a football team very long, and they beat Virginia Tech. They're seven and zero.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're twenty. Yeah, ranked twenty fifth. Man, Christy. Don't mess with those Jesus freaks.
2: Yeah, I was gonna yeah (laughs) i was gonna try to make some kind of a football reference with that and then it
0: didn't work hey man all we have to do is just spread our wings and learn to fly you know huh don't they have a song that's like we will spread our human wings and learn to fly in that dc talk i don't know oh we are peculiar people this i know in that in that dc talk song peculiar people is I, I, yeah that's yeah that's oh oh yeah sometimes. that's the lyric that comes after that it's like oh. we, will, we will we will shed our human skin and learn to fly that's what it is oh
2: yeah you went full andy dwyer there yes i did yes i did <laughs> three lyrics i have in every song <laughs>
0: <laughs> boy that is such a good band name he is good at naming bands so anyway so <laughs> do you want to talk about do you want to talk about big 12 or you want to talk about college football
2: well, let's go with Big 12. I was just throwing college football in there to delay while you were taking a pee pee.
0: Well, I was, but then I the, heard the pee pee. Oh, my God, dude. I, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you could call it. What?
2: You're Essa Lindell. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: That is disturbing on so many levels. He's talking about naming my penis Esselindell. Lindell. I know that you did not see the motion that he made to his crotch, but that is so disturbing. Beep, beep. Oh, my God. That's. Oh, I could call it going long-handed. Oh. <laughs> I'll allow it. I like it. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's please shift the conversation away from my penis.
2: <laughs> my, penis th- my penis, my penis, my penis.
0: I think my sister listens to this too and I don't think she wants to. I don't think she wants any part of this. <laughs> Callie listens to this? I think so. I think she does. Maybe she doesn't. Who fucking knows? So anyway,
1: thank you.
2: Did. <laughs> anyway, running off the top. All right, let's go. West Virginia and Texas. Oh, man. Going from going from why did uh, Mike McCarthy not go for it on fourth down to why did you not take the points two times? Two times.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fourth and one.
0: Yeah, I know. I in, know. In
2: the red zone. Yep. Two times in a row. And you'd been stop- like, you had been like it was you had been stopping the uh, the Longhorns too. take the points.
0: Like, and I mean that was the difference. That was more, yeah, yeah. That would have been more than the difference. But see, but that's probably why they went for it twice, is because they'd been stopping the, they'd been stopping the Longhorns all day. So maybe they they figured they, had, they hadn't really been
2: stopping them all day, all day. But they the Longhorns hadn't hadn't been doing much. The excuse me for that fourth quarter, they didn't. I mean, yeah, I didn't really do anything that fourth quarter.
0: No, no one did anything that fourth quarter. Like no. the last thing was a uh, 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 West Virginia field goal at the end of the third. So, yeah. which is unusual in and of itself. But still, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's one of those things where it's so hard to kind of sit there and say why wouldn't you go for it? Like whenever I was just talking about Mike McCarthy, because maybe those points, it it just turns out that the points affected the team in a negative way going I for think, the field goal, well, and I then think, this time it's different. So I it's, think
2: when you're, I think when you're up and you're up that big. Yeah, yeah. You don't have anything to yes. lose. Go for it. Yes. When you're down and you're I mean, it was 13 to 17. You're within one tu- one score. Take the points.
0: I agree. See, that's why I like that Mal. Closer. That's why I like Mal. You word things in such a way that I can't. So, you you just you, you articulate things and like you you know my thoughts and you just you do a better job of Expressing them, so I appreciate you. That's what I appreciate about you.
2: Oh, is that what you appreciate about me? One thing I did (laughs) learn, one thing I did learn in this game is how to pronounce their quarterback's name Jarrett Dagey. Yeah. This whole time I was like Dwedge? Doge? Nope, Dagey.
0: Yeah, I would have never guessed. No. (laughs) Doggy? Anyway, moving on. We both put Rubik's
2: (laughs) Cube. Complete. <laughs> we both, we both we picked both Dallas. Pit, we, uh, not Dallas, Texas.
0: We both picked Texas. Yes. So uh, good thing we were not talking about the spread.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, Kansas. Do we really need to expound on that?
0: No. And they beat them. And but they did not cover though. Like we thought that they would. The cover. Was, the the spread was sixty three points. I think. What? It was huge. What? Yeah. The spread was massive. And I remember sitting there thinking that.
2: Well, now, of course, now that it's over, it doesn't.
0: No, it won't show it. It was it was something. No, where... no, 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 no. The over-under was 63. The spread was 38. Oh, okay. I, I had it backwards then. I'm sorry. So they did cover like yes. we thought that we would. Yes. So, I mean, yes. all right, let's go on. They are
2: who we thought they were. <laughs> anyway, apparently the
0: one game where we differed. Yeah. Texas Tech, TCU. Dude, and see, let me go ahead and just say this. Good on TCU for getting that win, and this is the first time in this rivalry that uh, a team has won consecutive years in a row. uh, Ever since TCU came into the Big 12, it flip-flopped and everything. TCU won last year, and now they've won this year. So good on the Horn Frogs, but I will say that you see scores all the time where... It's like, okay, well, the score is not as close or the game was not as close as the score shows. This is one of those games where it is it is not as big of a gap as the score does show. Cause I mean, TCU and Texas Tech were trading blows back and forth this whole the whole game.
2: Until the third quarter.
0: Until Xavier White had a wide open pass way down the field where if he would have caught it he would have strolled right into the end zone but you see it in the in slow motion where he reaches up to catch it and right before it hits his hands he turns his head and looks towards the end zone and it just bounces off of his hands and falls innocently to the ground then you had to rely on texas tech's defense in order to stop them and then i just could not believe that they gave up that big run uh, yeah, they, they gave up two uh, – what's the quarterback? Max Duggan.
2: Max Duggan. They gave up two big touchdowns.
0: I know, but see, but that last one, uh, that last one, that 81-yard. Yeah. Like, how do you give up that big of a play dude had, in that moment? Dude
2: had more rushing yards on that play than he had – passing yards in the
0: game i know i know wow. and it's just i know i know and so it's one of the like that's what i'm saying like even though tcu won 34 18 dude we were i mean
2: i i was right picking tcu i was wrong why henry columbia yeah had a had a really good game yes he did yes Max he did duggan i know ooh, at least passing passing I know. wise yeah Woof. but Obviously rushing, why is he rushed for 154
0: yards? I know, I know, and it's 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 just such a shame that the game ended up ending the way that it did. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Texas Tech fan, but there were just so many moments where this could have gone down to the wire, and it was it, they were trading blows, and everything was great, and but it was just as soon as Xavier White dropped that pass. Yeah, you that's just what. Felt yeah, it. like you just knew it was done after that, and it's just because they, they were TCU was still leading at that point, and Texas Tech it would have made, and even if Texas Tech would have scored there, the the margin would have been smaller, but that TCU still would have been ahead, and you would have still had to relied on Texas Tech's defense to stop TCU's offense, which was not happening. And uh, so I don't think that Texas Tech would have even still won that game, but it would have been close, and maybe the defense could have kind of stepped up and did better. But they just didn't, and good on TCU for taking advantage of uh, of the moments whenever they, whenever they presented themselves, and Texas Tech didn't. That was the difference in the game. So congratulations to you for getting that pick right, and uh, I was wrong.
2: I'm just savoring this for a second. No, actually, I was looking up and seeing uh, what we actually said. So, yeah, I did ask if we both picked K-State, and you said yes, but I don't think we did. I think we both picked Oklahoma we State. We
0: did. We did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said before I left, is that it, we did not. We said that Kansas State was going to be pissed off, but Oklahoma State was going to be a little bit more pissed off, or at least that's what I said, and we both agreed that Oklahoma yeah, okay. State was going to win the game. Okay, okay. But and for – dude. Dude, uh, and K- I'm
2: telling K- 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 you, what a State game! K- what a game! Went up twelve to nothing, and and that was the half. At halftime, yeah. they were up twelve to nothing. I was like, oh
0: man, oh man. Yeah, because you text me and you said, he <laughs> said, did we both pick K State? I said, yeah, I think we did. You went good for us, and <laughs> yeah. and then like thirty minutes later, I looked up at the I looked up at the score. I was like, "What are you talking about? Good for us? <laughs> Oklahoma State's winning."
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, two weeks ago we were looking at this game. We had a big circled, big red circle around it, going, "Yeah, this could be a preview yeah. of the uh, Big Twelve big championship." 12 championship and there's still mathematically a chance
0: yeah but, but but buddy buddy anyway so yeah but but still like i said that texas tech tcu was going to be the game of the week but it 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 really was that oklahoma state kansas state game and good for oklahoma state for pulling out that win and i i'm still kind of rooting for them because even though it says oklahoma in front of their name they got the state that it's not like it's not Oklahoma University, so I can I guess it's okay to kind of sit there and say like yeah Stillwater's all right, you know like Jason Boland and the Stragglers like they're they're from there, so like I'll take it. Yeah, but all their songs are about Texas. I know it is. I know it is because they know. Except for if I ever get back to Oklahoma, but that's a cover anyway. Cause, so
2: because them Oklahoma boys roll their joints all wrong. That's not them, but
0: they're too damn skinny.
2: And they're way too long. I
0: ain't a holy roller, so I just use a bone.
2: Some Oklahoma boys roll their joints all wrong. Love it. Anyway, uh, the, another crazy game. Another crazy. Yeah, game. yeah. At halftime. So this was
0: this was the game that we predicted the score to as well
2: at halftime. Yeah,
0: I don't remember what I don't. I don't either. I, I know that. <laughs> I, I know we need to do a better job at writing that shit down. We remembered. See, that was the thing. We remembered it pretty well from the from two weeks ago, so rolling we into last week. So yeah, we didn't. So I just thought, and for some reason, like we just have. I mean, it's like. There was nothing else going on last week. I know what else. Yeah, really. No other yeah. news happened. None. on Saturday. None. Yeah, what happened? Like nothing. Nothing, nothing happened. I you will. Know? I will
2: say I was one of those fans that was like when they when they announced the election and on ABC they they uh, were doing you know coverage and showing people mad and people partying or whatever and I'm literally yelling at the TV. Go to
0: the football game. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh-huh. give a
2: shit anymore. Go no to the one cares. Football yeah. Game. After
0: we get the winner, like no one cares, <laughs> and I won't care again for another four fucking years. Like it's just gonna be one of those things. It's just <laughs> let's move on. Let's get life back to normal here. And uh, that's the most Texan I have ever been. Yes, right. Is who cares about the election no. and the future of this country? We want to sh- know about football this week. I don't give a shit. We've got tens of listeners here that are really, really wanting to know our opinions on college football, and we need to watch
2: it and they're not swayed by us and outs not at all which is why they're our listeners we love it yes Yay. hooray anyway going to
0: this game <laughs> it's going to iowa baylor man. iowa state baylor
2: man i was like I was like, yeah there's another game uh iowa state's gonna kick the crap out of baylor it'll be fine dude i looked down and i was like oh it's halftime oh ho ho baylor's up 21 to 10 what? I'm telling you, Bailey. Welcome. Yeah, I know. Welcome Baylor's to the defense, shit show. I know. Baylor's defense gets better every week. Yeah, but
0: but they still gave up 38 points there. Bop. Especially yeah. giving up 28 points third, in, the, yeah, in the yeah quarter. in the third quarter. That 21 points. 21 in, the points third. in
2: the third quarter. That's what that's what gets you. But I mean, you know, hey, it is what it is. <clears throat> uh, and it just shows that Iowa State is is a legit. Good football
0: team. Yeah, because it wasn't like that they got lucky on fluky plays because all of those touchdowns in the third quarter were 22 yard passing touchdown, a 17 yard rushing touchdown, which I mean, that's still a big, but it's not like they gave up like massive, like 25 plus yard plays. And then that last one was a 10 yard pass for a touchdown going in, going at the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth. So Iowa State was putting together really good drives. Yeah. And, and really chipping away at that lead. It wasn't like they got lucky on some fluke play or whatever. And and, and that's what you want out of really good teams. Yeah. They so, showed that they
2: can tighten up on defense, absolutely. which they did. Yes, of course. And they can start putting points on the board without going too far out of their system. I mean,
0: they didn't give up a touchdown in the third quarter at all. So they gave up a field goal, they being Iowa State's defense. Yeah. So it's, it's just like whatever adjustments needed to be made at halftime, they were made and... Good on them.
2: And and the the final score was thirty eight, thirty one. I think one of us did say thirty eight, but thirty one was higher than either of us predicted, predicted.
0: Yeah, I I don't think that any of us pick. I I uh, yeah.
2: But but
0: yeah, we'll we'll do a better uh, job next week. We'll it, someone I will mean, write something down. I
2: mean it, it. It was a late touchdown by Baylor that even made it that close. It mm-hmm. it going with 10 minutes left in the football game, it was 38-24. to So. Yeah, so. And by the way, Baylor, your kicker's name is John Mayers.
0: I'm John fucking Mayer. John Mayers. Yeah, Mayers. Yeah, I know. But I was just quoting John Mayer whenever they asked him. John Mayer is just like, he really is like... Everything that every everyone wants to be, like, John Mayer is that and more. Like, he just is. And he knows it.
2: And the Baylor Bears are slow dancing in a burning season.
0: Yes, they are. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, we can go ahead and talk about next week. Not a whole lot going on, though.
2: Well, not much going on. Not yet.
0: much going on. Yeah, TCU West Virginia. Which is intriguing now. Both games. Both, both games, games. Yeah, both games like... are still really intriguing. It's just... They're, but they're they're not interesting in a way of affecting the college football playoffs or the no, top 25 standings. No, it's no. just one of those things that even if you're not a fan of any one of these four teams, you can still enjoy it being
2: a Big 12 fan. Here's the thing. TCU undefeated on the road. Yep. West Virginia undefeated at home. Mm.
0: Okay. Interesting. Right? Yeah. That's... And TCU really kind of like, I I would say probably not TCU, but West Virginia really showed me something this week, though, whenever they they took it to Texas a little more than I thought that they would. And like I said, TCU and Texas Tech, the score does not really reflect how and I hate to do this because two weeks ago, I'm like, TCU, I'm here for you. But once again, I think I'm going to pick against the Horn Frogs. Just because I think that West Virginia is going to come in with a little... <clears throat> Man, this is a hard one, too. What's the spread?
2: Three points.
0: Yeah, yeah, three points. And West Virginia is the favorite, too. So, I really do think that... I No, no, you know what? I think that TCU is still going to ride that high... From Texas Tech, especially since I like I'm telling you, over time, Texas Tech TCU is going to be a legit rivalry. I just think that they they always play classic games against each other. Both teams are hardly ever in contention, at least right now, for owning the top. Uh, the top position in the big 12 so really they've just got those games against each other going so I think that that game's gonna start getting a little closer and going forward it's going to be more of a rivalry and I think that TCU kind of feels that along with everyone who is a Texas Tech fan so beating them for the you're the first team to ever win back-to-back games in this you can hold that over Texas Tech's head for the rest of their existence it doesn't even matter. And, uh, I think TCU takes it to West Virginia, especially after West Virginia just dropped it to Texas whenever they had the victory in their grasps. And, uh, I, I think TCU takes it. So I think I just convinced myself otherwise. So I'm picking TCU to win this game.
2: I, yeah, I still think West Virginia is going to pull it out. Um. I just think West Virginia is a, is a more well-rounded football team. Um like TCU showed last week that they're going to rely on the run offensively. Like that's just how they that's just who they're going to be. That's what their identity is going to be. Max Duggan is not going to torch you through the air. I think what's his his highest passing yards this season I think has been like 250. And I think it was against Texas. Uh
0: so Yeah, and I, didn't they didn't they almost win that game too? TCU did win that game.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's but right. West Virginia has a what? couple of really big stud defensive linemen that are gonna control that off that that uh so it's good right they, there. They're
0: gonna kind of force Max Duggan to beat you through the air. I think they're gonna Which he I think can gonna- though. He he's done it before to a team like Texas. I don't know if two hundred and fifty yards passing is really it was enough to win, wasn't it? I mean
2: we could we could go back and relive that game because that was one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen, so you could argue it wasn't quite enough if you didn't have those calls that well went I mean their but way. it was though. But it was. But like I said, you know.
0: And it's in West Virginia too. That's the thing. Yeah. It's in so West it's,
2: Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia is undefeated at home. They are built to stop the run and take advantage of uh, miscues in their secondary, you know,
0: because you look
2: look at, you look at, you look at what they did to, to (laughs) Sam Ellinger
0: this last week, their secondary played really, really well. The only game that they've really won though at home, that's worth bragging about is Kansas state. That's the only one because they've played Eastern Kentucky Baylor and Kansas at home, so it's not like that they that they've been beating world beaters at home. They've had easier shots. And uh, but who's
2: TCU beat on the road? Texas and who?
0: Mm-mm-mm. They have beaten on the road. Oh, and they didn't play SMU either. Texas. Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot that they were going to play SMU at the beginning of Texas the year. Texas and got Baylor. Yeah, Texas and Baylor. So, so. But I mean, the Baylor game we were even talking about it was going to be like a defensive battle, whose defense was going going to be better, and it turned out that the offense was really the one that kind of controlled that game. So TCU's offense can show up whenever it needs to, and I think that it will this week. I mean, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like we'll just let it play out. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I still like West Virginia in that game.
0: Okay, so and then we'll the last game is uh, Texas Tech versus Baylor in Lubbock at uh, Jones AT&T Stadium. And this is, since this is the last one, we got to predict the score on this one. It's just, I just think that TCU, I think that whenever Texas Tech runs into a team that has a defense that can really show up whenever it needs to, and Baylor, like you said, their defense keeps getting better and better every week. It's just so hard to really determine on which Baylor team is going to show up because Baylor also didn't they've also haven't played Oklahoma State. They were also supposed to play Houston earlier this year and so you can you could argue that Baylor hasn't really been tested except for whenever they played Texas Tech and Iowa State. So I mean they've they've got some good they've got some good numbers. Uh, they've got some good games but not all of them. And I mean they've they've won the games that you were that you would really expect Baylor. You they've won the game game singular.
2: I was about to say they're one in four. No, I know.
0: I know. I know. They've won the game that you expect them to win, but then they've lost all these other games against West Virginia, Texas, TCU and Iowa State. But like you said, their defense keeps getting better and better every week and it's texas tech is one of those teams that it's it, you just never really know who's going to show up for them mm-hmm. and it's so hard to kind of predict here oh man dude i mean you know what though man i still think i'm gonna t- i'm gonna pick texas tech uh like i like i hate to do that just because it's so easy for me to pick them because i'm a fan but in reality, I just think that Texas Tech is more battle tested. I think that they've been they've been through so many wars and they've Texas Tech has won games that you did not expect them to win. And they went
2: toe to toe with Texas.
0: Yeah, of course. They week, should they should two. have they should have won that game against Texas. But they didn't. But you didn't. But they didn't. I'm glad we didn't do our bet this year. <laughs> we gotta start doing that oh, again.
2: Man. Oh man. The first three weeks or weeks 2, 3 and 4 of the Longhorns season, man. I'm surprised I didn't have five heart attacks.
0: <laughs> We're not on the Longhorns anymore. We're on Texas Tech. I know. Tech. I know. So, I think I think I'm going to pick Texas Tech and I and I've done this I've done this to myself twice now. This is what happens whenever I don't rehearse. I really need to at least if I'm going to make predictions, I need to rehearse and kind of go over it, but I think I'm going to go back on my word here. And I think Texas Tech wins it. And I think it's going to be... uh, I think it's going to be high scoring. Just like every Texas Tech game is. But I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be... 38 to
2: 42. Texas Tech. So, if you take out the outliers of their scores... Which would be their highest was against Texas, 56, but that was what? That was overtime. It was yeah, d- it was. Double overtime, yeah. right? Um, so you got that double overtime game and then only putting up 15 points against Iowa State. They average
0: in the mid-20s. So, I mean... Better, You know, like, you really want to kind of... Like, you'd like to average a little higher than that, but as long as you're getting over, I'd say, about, like, 24... 21, 24 points or something like that. If you're getting over that, then your offense is producing at a rate that it should. Maybe a little better, but it's still fine. But you just really don't want your defense to be giving up that much. Right. I mean, I know that's the most obvious statement. You want your offense to score and your defense to not give up points. I understand. But if you want to kind of go around, like what average would be i'd say probably about like 21 24 points if you if your defense is holding a team to less than that every game i think you've got a good defense oh so yeah. so oh, obviously yeah. Oh, yeah. you want to be scoring mid to mid to high 20s 30s 40s but
2: i okay so what i think is i think it'll be who are they playing ba- baylor yeah. baylor uh because I was about to say, I I'm think it'll senior, be T- I'm like, Baylor! <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I think it'll be TCU. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think, yeah, they're playing Baylor. Yeah, I think Texas Tech wins it. But I I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game necessarily. Yeah. Not, not by Texas Tech standards. Maybe by uh, a team that, you know, I don't know. I think it'll be about average for a conference that, doesn't play defense like the sec so i think it'll be about an average sec score you know i'd say but in all honesty i think it'll be 28 to 31 uh texas
0: tech okay okay which speaking of not playing defense sec man what happened to you guys
2: (laughs) it just means
0: more i know it's great i know Uh... it's so great
2: uh, dude, I I didn't tell you I purposefully did not tell you how uh obnoxious some SEC fans can be.
0: Oh, they're awful. Before you moved Oh, up here. they're awful. No, what what are you talking about? That's all you told me was no, how held, obnoxious that they were. I you could have said you could have said more. I held back. <laughs> they're awful. Now back. that now that we now that I live in SEC country with you, I get it. And it's awful. Dude, it's dude. terrible.
2: First of all, I can not <laughs> When Tennessee was 2 and 0, like all I heard was, "Oh, they got the longest winning streak in 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 the co- in college football in FBS, blah blah blah." I had people literally text me say, "Well, the real UT won this week." "Wow, okay. Now you're 2 and 4."
0: "Jokes on you. You just lost to Arkansas." Yes, you did. Yes, you. Yes,
2: you did. And it wasn't pretty.
0: Yeah, no, it was not. It started off great, but then, it, but, yeah, but, the, but the 30. thing is, is, you have to play two halves of football.
2: Thirteen to nothing. It's I know. Just, you know that pesky third quarter, man. Oh
0: man! Like, ugh,
2: can we just skip Dude, the third quarter next time, Tennessee? They're starting quarterback. This this is his actual stat line. Five completions on eight attempts for 42 yards. Mm.
0: That's in the third quarter? That's
2: in the game. Yeah. That's their starting quarterback. They brought in and they brought in another quarterback who went 6 for 9 with 65 yards. That's
0: still like for the zero, whole game?
2: Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. So, and then they brought in another guy 0 oh, for 4 Yeah, I mean, not good. They're not running. They're running back. Good. Gray. Thirty-one touches, 123 yards, averaged four yards a carry. Three touchdowns. No, no, one touchdown. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I was about to say three touchdowns. How? Yeah. Did, were they like negative touchdowns?
2: No, they counted them for the other team.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. So, yeah, but anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway, that's the Big 12. There's not a whole lot going on this week, but even still, the games that are being played, they're going to be interesting to watch.
2: That is true. But, so, but if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for something to pay attention to,
0: what's that? I have no idea what's happening right now.
2: If you're, if you're, if you're, like, just pressed for football, I'm gonna go on a rant for
0: you. Alright, let's do it.
2: And if you don't like the Longhorns, I'm sorry. But but but
0: this, I, I don't know where, where that this, came from. The, I don't I don't either I don't either. It's just yeah okay. But
2: but anyway <laughs> anyway, this is this is the rant. Okay. And go. There are three coaches in the past 20 years that have taken over a losing team right taken over a team after a losing season and uh, played for a national title in the next within the next 4 years you ready for them three coaches only two teams actually Nick Saban which that's all you have to say yeah uh uh Gene Chizik and Gus on. right? Neither of which had to take over for statistically the coach with the worst winning percentage in program history, right? And we're on a, we're in a, in the middle of a season where the Longhorns control their destiny and they could win and go and play for the second big 12 championship that they've played for in four years on the heels of, of statistically the worst coach in program history. And people want this man fired. I don't understand it. I don't get it at all. Why are they saying that they want him fired? Because they think that they're going to get Urban Meyer and that's going to change anything. It's not, they think it'll change the program and turn it around because Urban Meyer's a proven winner. Never mind the fact that he took over Florida when they had a winning record and then turned it, you know. Made it better and won a national championship within the first three years. I looked this up today. Uh, Yeah, he took over in 2005. They they had gone seven and five, and then they were winning the national championship in 2007, right?
0: Still an improvement.
2: It's still an improvement. Still impressive. They dipped back down to like nine and three the next year, and then the year after that they won the national championship again, right? Then he goes to. He goes to Ohio State, and people think, oh, well, you know, they had those sanctions against them and Jim Tressel, like, they were pretty bad for a while. No, no. They had one season in the past uh, 19 seasons, one where they had single-digit wins. Every other season, they've won at least 10 games since 2002. And he took over that program and won a national championship. So don't act like he's going to come in here and turn everything around. I mean, he's still... He has won national championships in multiple places, but don't act like he had to turn Ohio State's program around. Yeah, but I mean... They still had top recruiting classes, even
0: with Ohio State always does, though. I know. So it's like, okay, yeah, he did it at Florida. But you don't think that Urban Meyer's name behind that would pique people's interest? And we talked about a couple weeks ago how... If Texas Fight is going to be a, a thing that's going to... Eyes s- of Texas. Whatever. Eyes of Texas. Uh, not whatever. I'm sorry. You're right. No, yeah, Two but- completely different songs. It, so if right. Eyes of Texas is going to be around, you were talking about how if they keep that... You're going to have to win. You're Well, not even going like, to have to win, but you, you were saying... Vehemently, you were saying no, that yeah. you're you, you you're were going to have to lose, lose lose recruits. Yeah,
2: you're going to lose
0: recruits. I think Urban he, Meyer might be that name that can bring those recruits in because they want to play for Urban Meyer because he's won national championships. Eyes of Texas, be damned. Might be. Might be. Like you never know. Of course, there be. will be players that will, but there will also might. be players that would look at tech that would look at Texas and say, "I don't really agree with the fight song." But I can look past that if that means that I can be a champion. You know that there will be black players that will look at that and say, no, I'm still well, going to go there I and I'm going to play for I don't think Urban Meyer.
2: I don't think it's a an issue that... Is just important to black players, but it's
0: more important to black players. Like let's not let's not just pretend like that that's not a thing. Of course, there will be white players, but not or, or Hispanic players or whatever, but, but not I see, to the extent black it's players gonna, would have more of a problem yeah, with it.
2: Yeah, it's not going to necessarily affect them directly. I got you. Right, right. But <laughs> that's the thing.
0: Maybe, maybe better. I mean, uh, you'd rather do, have uh, that I, maybe than keep Tom Herman and if, maybe.
2: If, no, what I'm saying is if they make it to the I think Urban My, I think
0: Urban Myers maybe is better than Herbin or um, Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Herbin? Maybe, uh, maybe they Herbin can get together. They, they could have a kid together. Ooh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that'd be his name is, is Herbin. <laughs> anyway, Tom Herman, his maybes aren't as sexy as Urban Myers. Well, okay. There's a couple of things
2: one urban meyer has had uh he has leadership questions that surround him because look at what happened at florida under his watch oh aaron hernandez murdered people look at what happened at ohio state under his watch hit one of his coaches was was uh being Uh, domestic he was arrested for domestic violence and so maybe he knew about it, maybe he didn't, but those are two
0: different places. Aaron Hernandez never murdered anyone until he got to the NFL. You sure about that? Yes. I watched the documentary. Okay. Well, the Netflix still, documentary. I know that he had the there
2: was still there was still a lot I don't, of, I, I of off the field issues with Aaron
0: Hernandez. Yes, there was. They but got I don't swept think it, under the rug. Yes, yes. But see, but that happens at every college. I'm not saying that it's right.
2: I'm just saying if they didn't get swept under the rug, maybe he gets arrested before. And he I think you're I somebody. think you're
0: I think you're right actually now that I think about it. I think that the the second murder that was discovered was actually his first, and that was at Florida. So I think you're right. But still that that's not Urban Meyer that It's still it's still He's it's, not Art Bryles here, you it's, know? It still happened under your watch and yeah, but th- this isn't like, something... It wasn't like but, that but, Urban Meyer but, knew no, that he killed the guy and just I'm swept saying, it under the rug. He's not I, Joe Paterno. Look,
2: listen, listen, listen. What I'm saying is that is that is a stain on his reputation. So let's not act like, oh, it's Urban Meyer. He's fantastic. He's one of only you know a handful of coaches that have won national championships at multiple places and he wants to come to Texas. Everybody's going to love it and be happy. At this point, with the things that have come out that have happened under his leadership, maybe he knew about it, maybe he didn't. I don't know. There's no way.
0: There's no way he knew that Aaron Hernandez was killing people.
2: Okay, what I'm saying is regardless of if he knew about it, it happened under his watch, right? And if I'm a
0: parent, I'm looking at that going, do I want my kid to play for him? Yeah, because I think that more times than not, more times than not... 99.9% of the time, 99.99% of the time, your kids are winning national championships, going on to play in the NFL, having successful careers, winning Super Bowls at the National League level. I think most parents would look at it and say, yes, I want my kid to go play for Urban Meyer. If it was Joe Paterno, I know he's dead, but uh, if it was Joe Paterno... Or Art Briles. Or Art Briles, of course, you wouldn't want your daughter or your young child to go play for them. Right. But whenever it comes to whenever it comes to but your players going there and playing, all, I like all.
2: I, all. 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 I'm saying the only point that I'm trying to make with this is that it's it's not like he has a sterling reputation
0: right now. Most college coaches don't, though. I mean, I mean, look at anyone. Look at anyone that's ever left a university. What's the fucking uh? St-
2: uh just hang on. Just hang on. All. All. I'm saying is. If, if Tom Herman, if they play in the Big 12 Championship and they lose, I think it's a tough question. But if they play in the Big 12 Championship and they win, like, I, honestly, I'm only saying it's a tough question because I'm trying to give them, you know, like a little bit of if. And this is also only the case for Urban Meyer. If Urban Meyer says
0: he's out, you leave Tom Herman. I agree. That is yes, the, of course. the hands down down right decision. But if Urban Meyer says he wants to come to Texas, sorry Tom Herman, I, don't I think would so, man. say I would say I that you're gone, dude. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't get why you wouldn't.
2: Uh, look what I'm saying is I don't think that much would change
0: other than the name. If you look at it, the name is everything. That's, that's why everything. you. Yeah, I mean, the name. The name everything. is everything because he's no. got a proven track record of winning. So no. his coaching style works well with players, just and players me, listen to it. Just
2: I, let me rant. Damn it. I'm
0: letting you rant. I just don't no, agree you're not. with. The, I just. I just. <laughs> I don't agree with the rant.
2: Well, then just shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to disagree. Okay, noted. No. Okay. All I'm right. gonna sit here and sulk now. This is Facebook. Okay. I get to censor you, so all
2: anybody's ever going to hear is just what I say. You're all you're getting cut out. I'm so sitting here pouting. pouting. Say what you want; it's getting cut out.
0: It's not the same.
2: <laughs> go go on parlor or whatever it is now. I'm getting my
0: lawyers involved.
2: <laughs> anyway, no, what what I think is if if especially in 2020. But
0: before you, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. In in 2020,
2: I mean, let's look at it. Let's look at it. In the first four years right of taking over, like I said, the worst program in school history you've had if they make it if they make it to the uh, big 12 championship that's three uh, actually no four straight winning seasons because uh, they went six and six, made a bowl, beat Missouri. That makes them seven and six. So that's winning season. So that's their fourth straight winning season. It will be their second time in four years playing for the Big 12 championship. Like, I don't see a logical argument for anybody unless it's Urban Meyer. Unless it's Urban Meyer. And even then, I don't think it's that big of a home run as everybody else thinks it is. Because you've got all this other stuff that's off the field drama and you'd be bringing in somebody, right, who the last two places he went, there was a lot of off the field drama. So I don't think that you bring in Urban Meyer and he's going to fix the football team and everything's going to be hunky dory. It'll be okay, because that's not what happened at Florida and that's not what happened at Ohio State. That's exactly
0: what happened there.
2: Then why did he leave either place? He faked a heart attack to get out of Florida. He faked a heart attack? Suppose. Okay, well, he... Thank you. He supposedly had a heart attack and was, quote-unquote, done coaching for good, went to Ohio State
0: within two years. Yeah, because people can't get better and doctors can't say I'm that... Just- I'm just, no no, one I'm just, I'm just no no one ever recovers from cancer or surgeries or anything. No one ever recovers. Like never it's, it's it's this all is bullshit. The, this is the eighteen hundreds. Okay. Got it. Got it. It's a death sentence then.
2: But no, but and then you then you look at what happened at Ohio State with all that drama, and he retires again and he's like, I'm done again. If within three years he's sniffing around Texas, if I don't they know, want man. him,
0: why wouldn't you want to go to Texas? I, why wouldn't Texas want to have them? Like it's it's not like all it's I, like all I'm saying is it's not a slam dunk. There are questions. Of course there are. There are questions with any that's, move. And so I don't think you fire Tom I'm I don't saying. think you fire Tom Herman just because you gotta get rid of Tom Herman. But if Urban Meyer is coming knocking, like you don't say no. You don't say no to that. Like the the man is 12 and 3 in bowls. He lost the Capital One Bowl at Florida. He lost the Orange Bowl his second year at Ohio State because Ohio State went 12-0 and his first year, but they were they were not even eligible yeah, to play weren't eligible. for a bowl. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. So, and then, so he lost the Orange Bowl, and then he lost the Fiesta Bowl at Ohio State. But every single year that he has ever coached, he has one, two, three. And if you want to include his two years at Bowling Green – for five years that he has not won double-digit games in a season. So the man has a far better track record with winning games. And I know that that's not the most important thing here because what you're trying to do here with these college athletes is you're trying to get them ready for the real world because the vast majority of your team is not going to be playing in the NFL. Right. They're not going to do that. And I get that. And so that might be a legitimate argument here for why you would or would not bring in Urban Meyer. But most boosters, most fans aren't going to care. That's the sad reality that we live in right now because Art Bryles has a job right now. I think he's coaching at Arkansas State or some... Last slack. I heard it,
2: it was a high school last I heard. Was
0: it. it? Okay, but it doesn't matter though. Like how can a man that has that kind of track record get a job anywhere coaching football? And nobody all anyone any all anyone cares about are the wins. And I'm I, like I know that it's so hard to say that because look what they did to Joe Paterno, look what they did to Art Briles, look what happened to Bobby Knight. You know, it's it's one of those things that you look at it, and it, if it is that bad, then people won't turn a blind eye to it. But there's nothing that has happened in urban uh, underneath Urban Meyer's watch that is enough to turn a blind eye, or that that's enough to look at it and say, no, that's not good enough. Anything that happened under Urban Meyer's watch, from what you said, can easily be discredited and say that well, it was not his fault. He had no idea that any of this stuff was happening. The whole Aaron Hernandez murder thing didn't even come out until after he murdered Odin Lloyd anyway. No one would have ever gone looking for that car that was in his aunt's garage or something. And whenever they found it, that's whenever they were like, oh, wait, there was this Florida nightclub shooting that happened. So,
2: yeah. I mean, I get I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is it's not like the situation that supposedly happened with uh, basically... Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a rumor I don't... From what I understand, it's a fairly credible source, but I don't know who said it or whatever. But the rumor is that there was a deal basically done with Nick Saban and all they needed was Mac Brown to step down because Nick Saban felt like he had joined the list of, you know, the, the short list of people who had won national championships at, at uh, multiple schools, right? But he didn't think that he could take... Bear Bryant's record from him, as far as most national championships. Yeah, I remember this. And yeah, I remember this. And he he thought that you know, and because, uh, you look at the first couple of years. Yeah, Alabama won that national championship against Texas, but people weren't looking at them like they're going to be a dynasty and they're going to win as much as they have. It you know, in the past ten years, they've won what five times, four times. Either way is ridiculous. So, <clears throat> supposedly, the boosters or whoever it was was like, "Hey, Mac, we love you, we appreciate you. It's time for you to step down and move on because we're starting to we're starting to see a downward trend here, and we are not seeing anything that's going to bring us up."
0: Yeah, but are you comparing Tom Herman to Mac Brown? No. Yeah, so no, but, like no, listen, I get. Listen, listen, okay.
2: Listen, what I'm saying is in this situation <clears throat> it's not like that because it's not like you have somebody who other than he went to the NFL and lied and pissed some people off and then went back to the went back to college and and within a couple years is winning another national championship it's not like that there's a guy who has the last two stops that he's made, yes, he's won national championships. But there have been legal issues with his players or his staff, both places. So it's 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 not like the Nick, uh, the Nick Saban, Mac Brown issue. And I think a lot of people are treating it like that, where it's like, no, no, no. Of course you take Nick Saban in that. Of course you do. Even then. Even then, you look at it and you go, Mac Brown's, you know, not recruiting well. Ever since they lost the national championship, they haven't had 10-win season. You know, it's time to get him out. And if Nick Saban wants to come, bring him. Because that guy's got other national championships in him, you know? I don't think it's necessarily like that because there is this, there are these other things that have happened under Urban Meyer's watch that I don't know if the heat's
0: necessarily completely off of him from that. You know what I mean? That's all I think. I think a lot more people would say that the heat is off of him because he's even being considered being hired by Texas,
2: unofficially. I mean, far yeah, yeah unofficially. Know, it's, but I'm just, I'm just saying. That's why I brought up the Nick Saban thing is because that's an unconfirmed rumor, and so far, right now, the Urban Meyer talks. Although that's all you see, all over Texas Twitter, is Urban Meyer, uh, still unconfirmed and and the first of all it's unconfirmed second of all i don't really like like i was saying earlier i I think really the biggest difference would be the name because tom herman won a national championship under who urban meyer chris ash won a national championship under urban meyer mike yersich got hired by ryan day because of urban meyer all the the head coach and the coordinators are guys that Urban Meyer likes. It literally if they do get rid of Tom Herman and they bring in Urban Meyer, the only difference might be the head coach. Maybe like the offensive line coach and receivers coach, maybe I don't know, but Yeah, because the head coach in the, makes in the no difference. No, I'm not saying that they make no difference, but what I'm saying is it's virtually the same system. So it's not like it's going to be this huge,
0: drastic change, and that's working so well for the Cowboys this year. You know, I just, no, 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 no. I know. I'm just I, like th- that. Like that little snarky remark was like to agree with your I know, point. I yeah. Know. Okay. Okay. I know.
2: It's it's not like there's going to be this huge, drastic change, which maybe that's a good thing, but if Urban Meyer comes in and it's the same system and We're doing better, but we're not competing for national championships. What then?
0: I mean, if they're doing better, it's just it's just like with the Dallas Cowboys. As long as they're in contention, college football is better. Whenever the Texas Longhorns are better, right? Winning or losing, it doesn't matter. But just not winning or losing, but like winning national championships or just winning enough, that doesn't matter and i think that the ncaa one of the most corrupt organizations that have ever existed uh, i think that they would look at that and say yeah go ahead and make that higher let's let's get the ball rolling the wheels are in motion here and we like we i think the ncaa would love to see that because that puts a lot of intrigue and a lot of um a lot of hype behind the University of Texas mm-hmm. and I think that they would love to see that. And I think the boosters would love to see that too. Right, right. Yeah. So that's that uh, so but, the only thing that I'm saying here is that is if Tom if Urban Meyer is coming and saying, I want to coach here, I think you've got to let Tom Herman go. I know that we're just discussing rumors yeah. here. And I'm not from, saying that it's from, but from if it was I, the case. From
2: what I understand the way that it goes is some boosters that are like I guess acquainted with them like kind of kick the tires and he was like, Yeah, I'd consider it. That's that's the rumors that I've been hearing. Yeah, okay. And, it's and, not and, like and of saying, course, like, you know how I, that goes. I love Austin. I want to move there. Yeah, and, right.
0: No, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, that's how uh, rumors get started yeah. anyway. It's just someone just yeah. says, like, would you be willing to coach at Texas? Yeah, I guess so. And then instantly, like, the, the it's like the telephone game where you whisper into everyone's ear, and at the very end, it's, mm-hmm. it's something completely different. Uh-huh. If Urban Meyer just even says, like, yeah, if I if I felt like it, then yeah, I would I would coach there. And then everyone's just like, Urban Meyer said he wants to come to Texas. Fire Tom Herman and let's just get this thing He's going been right living now. On
2: Tom Herman's couch for a month. Yeah, yeah.
0: right, right, right. So I, I didn't mean for that to get just no, so know. blown out of proportion. There, I, just
2: I, but but what I'm saying is, I think if if Tom Herman gets you to another Big Twelve championship and potentially wins it. I think he's earned the right to coach at Texas next year.
0: I think he's earned the right to coach at Texas next year regardless. I think once again, I just think with 2020 everyone just gets a fucking mulligan.
2: I think so too. But especially if you look at what's happened in 2020, they've lost two games. Yes, so there everybody's like, "Oh, well, you know, Texas is out and underperforming and they've won some ugly games. But the two games they lost were a combined 8 points.
0: Yeah, nine, nine so points, but it's just it's just points. the teams that they lost to. Uh, okay, well one of the teams that they lost to, I guess. TCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Oklahoma like going into but four overtimes, that's one you, of those things. Should, yeah.
2: I'm telling you there should be an asterisk next next to that TCU game because it was horribly officiated. Yeah.
0: So but anyway, I I know that you just had a plan of just like saying a rant and being done with it. But I just, I had to get some pushback on that one just because if, no, if Urban, if Urban well, yes, I did. no I didn't. couldn't sit there and just sit there and listen to you say that, well, don't hire Urban Meyer. Keep Tom Herman. And I'm Sorry, like, 10 points. wait a minute. You're sitting there really saying that if, like, if it's confirmed that Urban Meyer wants to come to Texas, you tell him no. Like, no well, way. Here's, here's the no thing. No way.
2: Here's the thing. Urban Meyer. This will and- be the
0: last point. Urban,
2: Urban Meyer and Tom Herman from from all indications still have a fairly good relationship. You know, and I think Urban Meyer is probably looking at it going like I'd like that job, I don't need that job. And if I'm like if they make it to the Big 12 championship and I say I want that job, I'm stealing it from my friend. I don't think Urban Meyer is going to do that. That's business, man. I know. That's business. And I, know. I don't think Tom Herman would take kn- that personally. I, I know, but what I'm saying is Urban Meyer seems to be perfectly fine doing what he's doing now.
0: Yeah, they were saying the same thing before he took over Ohio State, too. Like, they were saying the exact same thing. Sure. and look and look at what happened. So yeah, I, but, I, think, but, I think, but, I think, Urban no, Meyer would gladly. Si- I think
2: that was a different situation though, because Ohio State had to get rid of Jim Trestle. I know, they I know had that they to did. Fire him. I know, I know. It wasn't like a,
0: hey, if you say you'll come here, we'll get rid of this guy. I bet you there was something going on because they would not have fired Jim Trestle if if they did not have someone as. They probably
2: had some people in mind. Oh, of but, course, because it's Ohio but, State. But right. I, guarantee and, you, and, I guarantee you, I guarantee you the people Texas, that they had. The, the Texas head coaching job is one of those jobs where it's like, of course they have people yeah, in yeah, mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. You know, of course they have people in mind. They, they but people, they need to have, have one person they can in mind. that make phone calls. And, yeah, of course. But they, and they, the guy goes, uh, yeah. You know In mean? order,
0: yeah, No, 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 no. See, I don't think you make decisions like that just on a whim. Oh, and no, hoping no, I'm that not, you get the coach that you want.
2: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is like I I think I think that he looks at it and goes, you know, I don't have really anything to gain or anything left to prove, but this guy who I like and who I helped like teach How to coach has a lot to
0: prove. I think you have more faith in Urban Meyer's humanitarianism than I do. I think Urban Meyer, if he wants to go somewhere, he's going to take it, and he'll step on anyone to make it fucking happen. And I bet you anything that Urban Meyer would look at Tom Herman and say, sorry I took your job, I'll make any phone call you want, and you can have any job in the country, with a few exceptions. Because, I mean, Jim Harbaugh's not working out in Michigan at all. So that would be an, what ooh, I mean, I'm, that no, would be no, 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 no. But see, I'm not saying that Tom, know, I'm not saying that, that, uh, Urban Meyer would go to Michigan, but I'm, I'm willing to no, bet that. No, no, that no, no,
2: no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying if Tom Herman were yeah, to go that, to Michigan. I, yeah. yeah, that, that would be interesting. So
0: I'm telling you, I think but, with, with probably with Nick Saban and. Debo Sweeney, like, or, um, who's the, uh, who's the, who's the, who's Texas A&M's head coach right now? Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. I think those are like the only 3 jobs that nah, you could not promise. No, nah, you could you could keep No Jimbo way. Jimbo
2: Fisher. Fuck that shit. I'm I just I don't want It's him. working
0: out in Texas A&M right now. They're talking about Texas A&M is going to be the next college football team to make it into the national championship playoff picture. Like it's going to be two it's going to be Alabama and Texas A&M is what they're saying. And that's a topic for another discussion, but I'm just telling you I think those are the 3 jobs that Urban Meyer could not call and say, hey, give Tom Herman his chance. I think anything else would be open. And I think that Urban Meyer would gladly take that job away from Tom Herman. I think that he would just because it's not personal, it's all business. And I mean, that's the way that it works. And there, I think it if just, Texas yeah. if, if Texas had any brains, they would allow Urban Meyer to come back. I know with the spotty record, but it's like John Calipari, like every time he leaves a team – college basketball like every time he leaves there's always some sort of like recruitment controversy of paying players and stuff like that and i and he's still able to get jobs and i think it'd be the same thing with urban meyer so that's just me though do you have anything else
2: i'm trying to find another loss on texas a&m's schedule now Uh uh I mean,
0: I, it's it's just. I, I could, once again, it's, I could
2: I could I could see them making it. I'm not the saying that time, the, I'm not saying
0: that that's what's going to happen. I'm just telling you what everyone is saying right now about Texas A&M. And so right now, there's no way Texas A&M would get rid of Jimbo Fisher. Oh, oh I, thought, I
2: thought you were meaning like Texas could call. Uh, I I thought you were meaning like you you Texas would take. Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, or Jimbo Fisher no. if they came calling to no, Texas. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Oh. I said Urban Meyer oh. could make a phone call to any university right now that's not Alabama, Texas A&M, or, um, or Clemson. Gotcha. And say, hey, you need a head coach. Here's someone. And I'm sure that there are other universities, and I'm painting with such a broad brush here. I'm just trying to make a point here, is that Tom Herman would be safe – and I think Urban Meyer respects Tom Herman enough to the point where he would say, Hey, I'm sorry, this wasn't personal. Let me get you another job. And I right. think Urban that's, Meyer that's could fair. call I mean, any university match. and get him a job yeah. somewhere. And, and Maybe not are, head all, coach, but somewhere.
2: And those are all good points too. Yeah. You know? So like, no no so, no 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 no. I'm so, not yeah, saying gotcha,
0: I'm gotcha, not gotcha. saying that Texas would take those coaches. I'm just saying that those are the universities that would not fire their coaches.
2: Gotcha. With
0: hundred percent certainty. I think any other university, I think it's on the table.
2: Gotcha. Oh, dude, you know what I just thought about? Hmm. If Urban Meyer did take the Texas coaching job, and he said, "I want to keep the coordinators with Nick Saban's um, ability to quote-unquote rehabilitate coaches, like hire people on as," but see, Tom as, Herman doesn't need to be rehabilitated. No, no, Just listen. Hire people on as like. You know, assistant coaches and we've been j- talking
0: about this for too long.
2: Just listen. <laughs> I've been trying to finish. <laughs> I faked it. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay. You faked anyway. with me? Anyway. I'm sorry. Go on. Go fake, on. Fake, 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 fake. The breathing, anyway, anyway. pandemonium, screaming. I'm That's sorry. Go production. on. <laughs> you know, I heard her all the way across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> I think that would be. Another because well another thing that that Nick Saban likes to do is hire people who because uh, the Nick Saban coaching tree is just a it's a carousel and that's what makes him so impressive is he's doing it
0: yeah with yeah everybody. with different coaches right and everybody but no one's beating in. him though and nobody's, nobody's beating nobody's him nobody's like beating Nick Saban him. is daddy like he just is
2: he is it's crazy but uh man could you imagine Alabama with Tom Herman as the uh, offensive coordinator.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I just I so I, it just once again, Urban Meyer could do anything for him, and he could call he he could call anyone Jimbo Fisher, Debo Sweeney, whatever, and say, Hey, I know that. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of room here, but can you make this work for him? And, and they they'd and, find a spot for him.
2: That's true. And I'll I'll, I'll say this, Texas fans have the the tendency to act like the world is on fire when in reality, this is a good problem to have. Yes, it is. This is a good problem. Yes, to have. it is. We're talking about a guy who, like I said, took over for the, the statistically worst coach in football program history and has four is on the brink of four straight winning seasons on the brink of your second big 12 championship appearance in four seasons. Like I think the dude has earned his other shot. It just but, so happens that there are two, maybe three coaches that you take that call Just imagine 100% what, of the time and Urban Meyer is one of them.
0: Just imagine what Urban Meyer could do with this team. If Tom Herman did all that with this team, Urban Meyer could take it to even greater heights. Maybe. I, of course, maybe, maybe, maybe but maybe. Urban Meyer's got a better track record than, than Tom Herman does. We've beaten this argument into the ground. We have, and that's just the way that I see it. I think if Urban Meyer calls and says he wants to, I know it's just a rumor, mm-hmm. but if Urban Meyer calls and says he wants to talk about this, then
2: I think you absolutely you let, yes, you yes, you absolutely well,
0: you have to take you have to take him for the coach if he says yes, because you're not interviewing you're not interviewing Urban Meyer for the job. Urban Meyer is interviewing you and saying why should I come here? Because Urban Meyer could go anywhere, with the exception of. Clemson, Texas A and M, and Alabama right now. So, really, you'd have to convince him to take the job. So,
2: I don't. Do you think? Do you think Florida would hire him back with the? Yes. Uh, Dan Mullen, though. Yes.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I think Ohio State would take him back. Fuck, I think Michigan would take him right now. I mean, fair. Like there is no team on the face of the earth that wouldn't take Urban Meyer. So why is Texas the exception?
2: There. You know, people were saying that the, the cowboys should try to get him.
0: Yeah, yeah, but no, that's no. That's too too late on that one. I think yeah. Mike McCarthy is still the right man for that job. You just gotta give him his chance. So I think that's it. Do you have anything else?
2: Something about fur trapping. Woo! See you